0: Hello and welcome to Hot Singles. I am your host, Alexis, and I'm joined by Buchanan. Hi! There's the classic Buchanan hi. And (laughs) as a special guest, we
1: have the one and only Patrick Totally. Hi, hey. That's Patrick. Hey Ricky, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Uh, I have I listened to three gosh darn albums for this thing. Really, I'm really, really excited did. to talk about it. Nobody, that nobody that... talks about how, like, honestly
2: it is kind of hard to listen to three albums once a month. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine listening to music. couldn't be me.
1: It could not fucking be have, me. I, I just have, like, a big folder of pirated music that I usually work my way through, and it's like it's not hard to slot it in, but it is like something where I have to be, like, conscious of, oh, I need to not I, go down I, I, the horrible I, list of things that I've illegally downloaded and seek out these specific things. For the
2: record, we completely legally downloaded
0: these three episodes. I didn't um, do that shit. To all,
1: Ricky! Ricky! <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> correction: As as the original host of uh, Hot Singles, I am declaring Boo Boo's contributions null and void. We are fully in favor of illegal piracy, and in oh, fact, un, unless you source everything you download off Soulseek, you're dis- disowned from the podcast. Um, okay, so well, I did do that. I did pirate these three <laughs> records.
2: Uh, and I've, I've pirated every record we've listened to. Uh, I, <laughs> I just, I not, just didn't. How? I just <laughs> didn't want to say that because that's a this could this could propose difficulties for us in the rest of our lives. Like what if I what if I commit
1: a crime? You're right? not getting a red cent out of me, Joni. <laughs> <You> fucking- <laughs> I'm not crushing it into your fucking smoking habit. I earned this <laughs> fucking nickel, Lewis. <laughs> I want those uh, goddamn menthols. You can't have it.
0: No. <laughs> shit, they bad menthols in the state of California. You uh. know? It's like people are going to have a rough time out then. Neither, neither Ricky than.
2: nor Joni Mitchell live in California. Joni is probably, I don't know, in space, meaning like Erica Badu right now or whatever. And If, Ricky if, is if in we new take Jersey.
1: away her menthols for long enough, she has to record a new album. That, <laughs> <laughs> That's, so um, you're, we're actually, you're actually doing the right thing here. You're yeah. absolutely doing the right thing. Now, here. It's, yeah, uh, this is the now, this is the cultural good. I'm it, making more music exist. Now, yeah, it's taking uh, candy
0: from a baby, except the baby is Joni Mitchell and the candy is mentals, and the outcome yeah. is not like a like a crime and a moral horror. It's instead cool music. So. Now,
2: listeners with extremely poor vision might wonder why we're talking about Joni Mitchell, and <laughs> the answer is that we are discussing uh, Joni Mitchell. Today I forget the fucking name of the album because I'm stupid. Hedgero. That's it. Hejira. uh I brought uh, Lewis's Romantic Times and Alexis. I'm gonna fucking butcher the pronunciation of this, so I would like you to wait. Shit, fuck. Say yours. Did you, you don't You don't know how Lamar to say. No, I meant Lamar. I meant Lamar. I meant Lamar. I'm. In Lamar, I'm, in Lamar. I'm so, oh my god. I'm sorry, guys. The reason I, I, why it's uh, <laughs> this episode in particular <laughs> took so long to come out. Is because I died like last week. Like it's, yeah. I I had I had the worst. We were literally da. getting set da. to record, and then a head cold nearly made me pass out in my chair. Da. Like uh, you, and were, then, you were
1: talking to me normally, I like was talking, normal. Boom and cannon, then, like the moment I stood up to
2: get water, I like I, literally nearly passed out. And that's uh, that's thing horrible. was wrong with you? That's that's been a head cold. It's not COVID. That's been a head cold. That's like fucked me up for like the last like two weeks. Also, my power is- was out for like five days. Yeah, uh, no, that one was fucked.
0: That was completely <laughs> which was
2: awesome. It's Elon buying the site, my power being out, and also suffering like <laughs> from a like delusions in a head cold. I honestly felt like I was in hell. Like it's it was, I was so upset because it's like I was like, oh, I want to record, I want to record, I want to hang out with my friends, but everything is just exploding now. Uh. So It sucks Everybody Fuck every, Everything's okay. fucked Everybody sucks So it now
0: sucks. I Okay come boots to, I, So Here you go the, the, Like the the upside Is because everyone believes Twitter is literally Going to fall on its face In the next week or so It's given people And it seems to like Go back to their Like banger tweets And like yes. I have Like a, a handful of good tweets With over like A hundred You know Hundred plus uh, faves, and that's like a a nice benchmark for like this did numbers and this went well. I have to look at five thousand as like a baseline for you because otherwise I'm just flooded with excellent tweets.
2: Uh, yeah, mm. I uh, yeah yeah I I, I kind of do bangers. Yeah 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 you, you hit escape <laughs> yep. velocity on a regular basis. I do. It's, I yeah, really I do. Just, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. So <laughs> I brought I I come to you guys and our our eagle eared listeners with um. Slightly less stupidity on the mend. Um, I brought Lewis's L'Amour, Ricky brought Joni Mitchell's Hegira, and Alexis... Uh, yeah. yeah, I brought Yasus's interdimensional music. Fuck, yes. All right, I think we are gonna start off with Lewis. We are. So it's, I do want to give a fair warning. Um, This is probably like the most like white woman, true crime moment that we'll have on the podcast. (laughs) Ooh. Um, Because this, this is a record that has um, a, it's, it's one of like the last musical myths of like the early internet, early ish internet, I think Um, in God, would have been like 2013 2014 uh this this record uh Lamar by Lewis uh it's uh it's the 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 form hip it's like an indie form it's I think it's pretty much just like basically IRC at this point um God rest the real ones uh discovered this this artist uh only known as lewis uh with one album to their name L'Amour. uh and it's i'm going to do a cover watch here because the cover to L'Amour is like sort of incredible and in like the 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 absolute most perfect like myth constructing way yeah it it is literally like a boring cover but <laughs> <laughs> this this guy it's, it's a it's a black and white high contrast photograph. It almost looks like a like a pencil drawing. Um, yeah,
1: it, it looks like the young lean
2: Louis <laughs> <laughs> Lewis literally Lewis. looks like a classically handsome man from the early 80s, which is why it looks yeah. like a fu- the fucking take on me music video. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's he's just like it's like this sort of like forlorn but also like steely gaze into the viewer. like it, it's you're like, damn. This is like if this is a record that like, you know, for a fact is like tucked away in like every single record store ever, but nobody would ever pick it up. Like it's uh, and it's all the songs are like these insanely like beautiful, like sparse arrangements like it's it's a piano, a guitar and like maybe some synths over this record. And it's uh, obviously Lewis as well. He has this, just this, these these like dulcet, beautiful, like withering lyrics. Um, they're, they're incredible. It's even without the myth, I think like, this is just like a solidly incredible record. And it's, it can be interrogated on those terms. Like, it's just good. Like it's, there's a beautiful picture being painted over it. And that picture is why people, Like, fell all the fucking way into it. Um, What's your, uh, what'd you guys fucking think of the record? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop my, my little, uh, my little sleuthing there. And it's, I wanna ask you guys what you thought about it.
1: Go for Ricky. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had heard this record, uh, before listening to it for the pod. Um, it's, uh, this, I'm talking about this now off the heels of uh, an obsession I had that started last year and is going into this year of those type of records that you were talking about, the kind of like weird private press things that definitely exist everywhere, but if you actively try to touch them are very ephemeral and hard to track down. Mm -hmm. Um, I was interested in uh, approaching this record through like the, like, cuz I feel like it's a different record now than when it was released to some extent. Yes. At absolutely. Least within w- within the context of like this wasn't YouTube recommendation core in 1983 in the way that it is now. Mm. Um like and I don't I don't want to say that in a disparaging way. Uh, a lot of my favorite records are YouTube recommended core, but this is like um me listening to this on my computer with the Discogs page open to this man who I've been having a stare down with for a couple of minutes, Uh, I'm listening to this less so in the context of, like, this being something that I found in a thrift store and more so something that I had a much easier time getting a decent copy of due to the wonderful work of the people at Light in the Attic Records. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I think it's really interesting how this record is being treated as a contemporary of a lot of records that it was not, like, released alongside. Like, there's, like, this whole kind of canon of, like, weird thrift store find records that this fits into that... I'm just thinking about, like, the shit on its own with the composition of, like, it really didn't need to sound this sparse for it to achieve like the goal of just being a romantic record. There's something like k- kind of ephemeral, and it, uh, it,
2: the the record literally feels like it could like disappear in your hands.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
1: incredible. There, there's this visionary foresight into like the way that these songs would appear and disappear out of out of like. There's this, each track has these long startup periods where the instrumentals are all kind of coming in one by one. And you were talking about the the synths are my favorite part of the record. Those mm-hmm. like, those bubbling synth lines that come in and pop around for a minute and then go away every once in a while. Uh, I, I'm, I'm tagging out to Alexis because I'm formulating. <laughs> yeah, good.
0: Uh, so, yeah, like... There are so many ways to go about this, and Boo's entirely right. There's the true crime version of this, which is, like... Yeah. The the two other really big um, things in the, the Light in the Attic... Light in the Attic is a label that specializes. Like, it's not exclusively just, um, like, old reissues. Like, they do original stuff as well. But, like, their most famous stuff has all been reissues. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, uh, they're um, around. It's yeah. a Cold Fact by Rodriguez. was,
2: like, their... B- yeah. their big one before this so it's like hey and we, then we we hit thunder let's uh
0: let's do this again yeah mm. so the, the the one i was thinking before that i was maybe similarish time i thought maybe slightly before in time is the johnny and joe emerson record
1: yes mm. yes, yes 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 which has
0: which has baby on it which got an ariel pink cover less said about that the better because the original is better than ariel pinks <laughs> absolutely funny but yeah like so that's one record that i have in my head which is like so part of the thing about that is you laugh at their attempts to be cool. Like, just me and Boo were looking at, like, shitty, what? A list of supposedly shitty album covers and realising this is just, like, shit that went hard but is is dated to modern sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the jo- Donny and Joe Emerson thing absolutely fits in that regard. Is like, it screams its original time period. And mm. that's okay because you can just sort of, like, take it. It's this, like, oh, it's, it's really, like... Like almost nostalgic, and like, oh, the, like I can imagine placing myself in the like built studio in the middle of the woods and somewhere in the Pacific Northwest that like the these two kids decided to to have a shot at making a like a soul record in. Rodriguez, it's it's a, it's, gosh, it's
1: constantly drawing attention to itself in a way. Like, I think that's why I'm having trouble like verbalizing it a little bit because it's in in both of its like, iterative releases, Um, it was always constantly drawing attention to its own presentation, but in the the first sense, it's in this kind of, like, uh, in in its original pressing, it was this, like, romantic, sleazy, machismo thing, whereas now it's, like, slotting it into, like, Mac DeMarco or whatever, like, real slacker rock shit that doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, at yeah. all and that's like i i feel like for me at least it's more constructive to approach this as like this is a record that was released like this guy started an llc pressed this <laughs> pressed this in some fucking plant uh and really wants you to take him seriously yeah yeah like yeah. i feel like it's more compelling for me to be like okay I, I i like it's 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 more compelling for me to try to take this guy at face value yeah, yeah. And so it's, it makes it pretty easy to do. It's it's
2: true. It's I feel the opposite way about like I feel like the most recent uh, like uncovered mythical record like the Panchinko thing that was like super yeah. blowing up on rent your music. I it's like to the point where it's like I don't think any of that's real. I think I, yeah, I, no, I I think you guys bullshit. just fucking made that. Whatever. It's good music, but it's like as you guys just made that. Whatever. I don't care. Um,
1: um I oh, they, just, they, like, they, They're getting they're getting like fucking run for cover placements. They're getting festival placements. It's whatever. I'm happy for him. That shit's fake. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: God, God. Godspeed to you soldiers. Alexis. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I did
0: just want to like, because it's funny. Uh, do, do you like know the Rodriguez backstory? Like, is that a thing you're familiar with? In a
2: no, it's uh, uh, like it's, you know, there was like the documentary, like looking for Sugar Man, but I never, Um. I never, I never investigated that.
0: Like so casually I haven't seen the or as document- a part of this. Yeah. So I haven't seen the documentary. What I do have instead is all my family being South African. Oh, hell all. yeah. Yeah. So it just meant that like my parents just knew all the music anyway. Like they just knew it. <laughs> like they, they, they would like stumble into it somewhere on the, the like white South African WhatsApp like candy trail and like have like a mix of like elation and hysteria and nostalgia just like flood them. Um, whenever, like, you know, and this got obviously got passed around my parents, they got passed around family, got passed around family friends, like, it, it was a bizarre experience watching it happen, like, you know, like, we are a, as a, as a, the three of us, as a, like, a scene, as like a group of people, we all, like, have strong opinions and feelings about how nostalgia gets, like, Turned into a weapon turned into a like a narrative device turned into a like, you know, like a sales pitch in music It was very funny seeing it spontaneously happen to my parents who I would not <laughs> considering like as people like Targeted in this So I was not considering as people no. <laughs> Yeah, no that too um, But yeah, no like Hey, hey yo but yeah okay so like i've just got that in the back of my head and then like try and drag that over like the 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 emerson brothers i treat as like a novelty rodriguez i treat as like an almost like sonic assault because this got played at every single like christmas and new year and family event for like half a decade after everyone sort of rediscovered it and then like so lewis was also a record that i knew pretty well and you're right like it is by far and away the most interesting record to take seriously on its own terms, because I think it's fucking fascinating on its own terms.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely something where, like, it gets lumped in with those, in a way, ju- just by virtue of the way it's being released. Uh, it gets lumped in th- through a misunderstanding of The Light in the Attic. Maybe not a misunderstanding, but a pessimistic interpretation yeah, yeah. Yes. of Light in the Addict's mission statement.
0: Yeah, like, there right. is a cynicism hiding in the background of, like, yeah, it's resurrected because it will sell. But, like, fundamentally, yeah. this is, a, like, a genuinely strange way of doing one of these, like, schmaltzy, romantic, like, quiet pop albums. It's some. It didn't need to be this way to no, achieve, like, all. schmaltz. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the other part of that is, like... It's also... The standard thing for these sorts of albums is to be incredibly professional. Like, to be Mm. slick and... Like to hide the fact that there is playing going on in the album to present you with the like, it, 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 these albums should Kenny Gify themselves, they should be like so <laughs> immaculately pre- presented to the point where like what you're listening to is the vibe of a sexy man singing, it. yeah. Except in Kenny G's case, it's a sexy man playing sex, fight. D-
1: d- daring you to try and interpret something out of what's being played,
0: exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I am now just thinking about the OPN, right? Fucking the fact that. OPN wrote the review of Kenny G's like, what was it, the Bossa album, and then there ended up being Kenny G features on OPN produced tracks on Dawn FM. It's just like uh, the most incredible. Uh, I thought you were going to say, and then OPN went on to make his Kenny G record.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's which, he did, key, did, but which he yeah. did, which he did, which he did.
0: But no, like they actually ended up working on the same project, which is just hilarious. But yeah, okay. Don, so f- like, Don
1: FM is a very silly, a silly album. Yeah, it's a yes. silly album, but it's fun. So you know, I can uh, get no, it. No, no, I love I lo- it's one of the best f- the fucking pop records. I, I love Stoned Jim Carrey. Song. I
2: loved that Me fucking too. Netflix documentary. It's I'm a I'm a love- pig. Checked
1: I'm, out Jim Carrey.
2: I'm a pig, and I love the slop. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but yes, yeah, uh, L- light, light in the attic is. Uh, Doing a private investigation to try and find yes. out anything about Lewis. Uh, they soon get in touch with the singular chronicler of the LA punk, Edward Culver, who also fucking shot the cover photo for Lamore. Um, and uh, he was like, dude, I fucking hate this guy. He scammed me out of $250. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> and I, I couldn't find him since. But his name is Randall Wolf. So now there's concrete means to find this guy. And uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's 2013, so Google still fucking works. Uh, <coughs> still nothing about this guy. Um You know, uh, so before before like anybody could like fully um chart shit about uh like it's like okay, what's where's this? Where's the where's he They found a fucking Uh, second album which we're not going to be talking about romantic times it's it's pretty good it's uh it is sick as fuck but basically um so much of this confirms that like it's like lewis was like actively releasing music and he's he's not like a he's not like an outsider artist it's not like a single release this guy was releasing music under his own label somewhere in canada and he's just he was just chilling and he he had not sought anything else out um uh in ch- uh, july 2014 i think it's uh lewis was finally like actually fully found um and uh got it's i'm going to i'm just going to put this picture of lewis in here this this is like the funniest picture ever this is like lewis like age 60 or something <laughs> Look at looking Incredible. at the reissue of his own album with like the sort of like gentle bemusement one would like the first snowfall of the year. He's like oh. Huh, how about that? And he's still wearing yeah. all white. Like this guy is such a pimp. That's not a bathrobe. That's a that's an assembled outfit.
1: Well, okay, oh no. my god, it's not a bathrobe. You're right. No. Nope. And he's drinking <sighs> Starbucks water. He's,
2: he's drinking Star oh man. So
1: it's uh, my
2: favorite part of this story. It's I pretty much skipped all of like the boring true crime minutiae to get to this part of the story. Light in the Attic offers him a check for $20,000, the total earnings that this re-release had earned so far, and he turned it down on the fucking spot. Do you want to know what he said? He said, I'm not interested in coin.
1: What? <laughs> this guy is epic. This fucking
2: this guy. This, fucking this, this guy fucking scams culver out of 250 dollars he's like i don't need money anymore fuck it i got mine crazy this is incredible he got his shit he got his shit it's uh so pretty much at at this point the myth pretty like obviously begins to like dissipate um lewis has been found his name is randall wolf he's canadian uh he was just making music to make it that's
1: Um, that that's the thing that's troublesome with a lot of private press guys because, you get you get your Yandex every once in a while you get yeah. like <laughs> a, you get you get a guy who builds an air of intrigue around himself without even really intending to and it's for a he's he's, of like, time.
2: he's like he's like. Uh, he's like he, he's like, and then now he's like a mechanic at like a toy store, or yeah, in, yeah, or, in Randall, yeah. or in Randall's case, he's totally off the grid because he hit it really big on the stock market in the nineties, and now he just has fuck off money forever.
1: Do you think he owns the plane and car on Romantic Time? Absolutely fucking
2: not. He owns the car. No. He, <laughs> does, he does actually own the car, and he drove away without paying for that fucking cover either. Absolutely, um, absolutely. He does not own that plane. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But God, he fucking looks like he owns that plane. This he is I mean, like, sells it.
0: The only way that you stage it with like a fucking hanger in the background is because you can't get the person who does own the plane to move it. <laughs> yeah, and
2: so That's you're like, f- you're like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll pull the fucking Mercedes up to, the, up to the fucking bumper. Big ups yeah. to Grace Jones. Um, whenever,
1: whenever I'm listening to this, though, I completely fucking buy it. Like the like, the the myth is one thing, but like. Th- there is a lot of substance at the core of this where it's yeah. like There
2: there's 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 a uh, there's yeah. there's like a there's a it just it like there's such like a moody masculine detachment that like translates to like such like a pimp style. Like it's I'm like, mm-hmm. oh dude, Lewis, you fucking rock, dude. And he's uh, just like boom, it's so bum, interesting bum, you put bum, it that bum, way bum, though. Like, so uh, okay, yeah, so like dude.
0: To drag, try and drag it back. So like, uh, I'm, I'm in two minds about where to go. So the first sure. thing I want to do is just—he has put out small bits and pieces elsewhere, and this mm-hmm. is yes. one of them of the latest thing. And it just sounds incredible. Like, this is a two a random 2015 release, and it's
1: yeah. All these guys have YouTube channels now. They're you're, just you're, uploading you're, shit to
2: YouTube. Yeah, it's you're. Uh, I assume you're referring to uh, one Hawaiian breeze. Uh, yep. Yeah, Alexis. Maybe, yeah. This, is, a, this so, is on Hawaiian breeze.
1: This is uh
2: th- it's uh if you're listening to this right now, Alexis has uh deigned to put it this in like the uh it. like the episode. You might notice that there's a whole bunch of other shit going on in this. Um and that's because the guy that Lewis recorded this with, like in the studio, just decided to throw his own instrumentation into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh.
3: Ship's oh. whistle, you just a this. Thistle. just a thistle in this river. river you just keep on rolling you, just keep on rolling rolling you got nothing got nothing. You got nothing I'm just sitting on a river by
2: Which is, which is, it's the Lewis story is one of dudes rocking all the way down.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, no, th- th- that's correct. That's what should be happening here. A, um, a strange studio, a strange man in the studio should be hijacking his record. This is it's, correct. Which <laughs> it's
2: which. You'd think that like in this uh, you you'd think that like in twenty fifteen the internet still is not like there the, the 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 late twenty sixteen paradigm shift has not occurred yet. You'd think people would try <laughs> to like find like the like the like the stripped down mixes of like Hawaiian breeze somewhere. But nope. Just the 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 myth is completed. These are these are hmm. two other Lewis albums and they're sort of busier because this guy was like, Yeah,
0: I'll do this.
1: That's it. <laughs> yep Lewis. Okay, so that's
0: Lewis. So, like, okay, so that's looping in the full Lewis story. So the actual, like, you put it in terms of, like, masculine detachment. Mm-hmm. And so the reason I brought up the Kenny G thing is, like, Lamora's is not a record that hides the fact that someone is playing it. In fact, yes. I think yeah. Lewis is playing it, and I think he's not an amazing guitarist or pianist. No. And, like, yeah. that's yeah. really fucking important to this record. Like, my favorite track is I Thought the World of You, because it's beautiful and stunning and breaks my heart every time I hear it. The fact that the piano playing is never fully, like, locked into a metronome, it's not locked into a time, is, like, incredibly important to how it, like, lurches and pulls backwards and forwards. Like, the pick up to pretty much, like, every track that starts with acoustic guitar, like, I'm just trying to... The, 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 my whole life starts with this, like, the thing. And those are so, like, ab- absurdly deliberate. Like, also out of tune with the synths. Like, the whole thing is detuned from, like, the 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 other parts. Like, the piano isn't in the same, like, tuning as the synths. It's not the same tuning as the guitars. Like, the, the lack of professionalism is so important to me to, like, sell a kind of vulnerability. Like, you can't sell masculine detachment To to me, like, this is just the way that I, like, feel my way through this record. I can't feel the same kind of, like, like, fuck off, don't care, masculine detachment from someone who clearly cares a lot and isn't great at doing the thing he's trying to do. I mean, he sells it impossibly well because he's just, like, deeply charismatic and has written a bunch of very good songs
1: but like you could hear him biting his cheeks the whole time yeah exactly uh,
0: like there is there is like a sense of strain and effort and like focus that is like the 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 amount of intensity that comes through in these incredibly quiet songs it's like really really effective for me and like that is something that i yeah like every little slip every little weird intonation every little bit of guitar that isn't in tune with the rest of the track every little like tiny little phrasing or lick that isn't
1: really on like on time yeah really important to me talking about masculine detachment though if, if we're going back if we're going back into the context zone i feel like doing that twice and then dropping it outright for like three decades does signify some amount of like i i uh, uh, of not uncaring, but just kind of like this is this is this is more a hobby thing than anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hobby music, mm-hmm. um, and there's real. I'll be I'll be the first to say that hobbyist approach, casual approaches to creating art are very important, and more people should probably be doing that instead of really rigorous artistic regiments. But like. Doing that twice and then dropping it entirely, I don't know. It's just hard for me to get my head around like there, there not being like some amount of confidence there. Some amount of I think, I think there's
2: of, a tremendous amount of confidence in there. He's like, yeah. All right, I'm done. We did it.
1: Yeah, I these are the songs I wanted to write. I'll make some more when I have some more songs to sing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he is, it's, it, I, I, should, I it, should, I should mention it permanently as a draft. Leaving I should, I, I,
2: yes, I should mention Lewis is still writing music. He's not recording yeah. any of it. Like it's, he is still playing his guitar.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: We don't know how much better he's got at it. I hope for myth's sake, he's has not gotten any better. I hope yeah. he's just, I hope he's just plucking those strings as like a, guy that just made like nine million dollars on the stock market only can
1: the good news is he is just a guy in a house somewhere so it'll, yep. <laughs> it'll we did probably it. be good we did, we did it. it we got it we did it Reddit. let's go
2: the fix is yeah.
0: in <laughs> we did
1: it, he's, a, he's a dude <laughs> um yeah
0: no i mean it's uh, it's, it's so yeah. much cooler to like have a dude who's just a random dude not a myth because like yeah yeah like who else am i thinking about who makes music that sounds like this like I mean like we took Anybody everybody like, else
1: who has done it like this has done it not, with um, with like a
2: degree of like hustle and intentionality yes, to it. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the that's the thing that I kind of get caught up with with him because there is a lot of uh care that was put into this record but it's not the product of like really intense artistic deliberation over the course of many years. The other like Big air quotes, ambient pop records I've heard that sound kind of like this are the results of guys like really, really agonizing over this sound. And there's something like very like tactile about the way that it's just kind of like laid out here immediately. Yeah, totally. And I mean, like, okay, so
0: I think about a record like Group is Ruins. Which is yes.
1: A, uh, well, well <laughs> Boo, yeah. Boo, do you want to talk about your grouper experience?
0: Okay, so it's well, real quick. <laughs> th-
2: it, this this is not like this is just like a little fun thing. Uh, it's I wasn't sure which um uh, which uh when 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 we first got this Discord chat together, like it's text chat for like pre planning and like going over notes and stuff. Um, it's uh I had I had not misinterpreted. I had like. Double checked uh, to make sure that Alexis had brought uh, uh, interdimensional music and not um, like grouper. Just grouper was what Alexis said in one of the messages. It's like yeah, some grouper I, would was, be fun I, too. I, I was think was like things stable. around. Just like, just yeah. grouper. And a and different kind of ambient pop record. Yeah, you know? uh, and Alexis yeah. said, "I do want to. I, I really do want to bring interdimensional music, but grouper would be cool too." Uh, and I was like, cool, I'm just going to go listen to, like, all of Grouper, just to, like, make sure that it's, like, uh. if Alexis, like, suddenly changed her mind. I fucking love Grouper. Like, it's, now I love Grouper. It's great.
1: That's, a, that's, the, you were waiting for an excuse to, for that shit. That I'm, was my, my, barely, it's like barely my, prompted.
2: Most, <laughs> most of the time, it's, that's pretty much it. God, I wish you did, I, I wish you did bring a Grouper album, because we could have an all monochromatic cover watch. Thank you for yeah. putting this
1: picture up. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. she's, she's just like me for real. Oh, so she looks so like good. Rick Owens in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Rick Owens looks like her. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, those, yeah, those two need to with, hang with, out. With Grouper,
1: with Grouper, there's like, I I feel like that's like her music is so deliberate. Yeah, like so some, like
0: yeah. it it simultaneously has like the aircon. Like I think about Ruins in particular because it's the one where like I very particularly hear a room that it's played in. Like yes. you hear aircon noises and occasional like nature noises outside. Uh, it's it's incredible. Like I don't know whether it is my absolute favorite, but it's one of them. Um, and she's produced mostly bangers, so you know, mm-hmm. high 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 praise for for Ruins in particular. But yeah, like but she's not Lewis no like it's incredibly studied and careful and also precisely performed even as it's very careful about staying simple and staying sparse and staying you know like readable and legible um Mm. like it's got a lot of the same yeah a lot of the same kinds of value in the simplicity and the care and the upfrontness and also the like it's, it's not just lo-fi it's the like being placed in a in a really concrete space that like yeah. you obviously get when someone is like fiddling with the playing like you can you can feel the proximity of their playing you can feel moving away their, like, moving
1: uh, closer and further away from the yeah microphone. just
0: exactly how tactile it is when it's so uneven um, i turn and away that's... from the
1: mic to breathe exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: And and that's obviously something the grouper is like leaning into incredibly heavily. It's such tactile yes. music,
4: yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's
0: also incredibly planned and deliberate in how it like presents its tactility. Whereas, like, she, just like, like she's,
1: yeah, she's she's sculpting those tracks, yeah. Like in, Whereas... in in her in, in her little New York apartment like thought, she could not go into an open mic and belt those out
0: yeah, in the um, way that Lu-
1: that Lewis could pull up on a motorbike and absolutely do.
0: Yeah, and I mean like he just can't help but be placed because he's never <laughs> like been able to studioify his sound in the first place. Like he isn't yeah. good enough at guitar to not feel like he's like in a place in time struggling through playing that guitar part. And it's still inca- intensely charismatic and also has the intimacy that comes from like placing playing, you know, in a really concrete like relationship to the listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good record, good record.
1: Good record. I want to listen to dragging a dead deer up a hill again. Oh, my God. It's been, this... it's been a while. Uh, I want to drag a dead deer up a hill again. Yo. Whoa.
2: <laughs> Nova Scotia, baby. If you don't hot know now, you have
1: Hot, hot singles hunting set. C-
0: Canada moment, Yo. Canada moment. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm, I'm trying to think, what are my favorite group of records? Man Who Died in Its Boat is a, like an off-cuts record, but it might be my favorite, because it might have my favorite single tracks on it. Dead Deer. But have you gone hunting? Good
2: uh it's i've sat in on a couple of uh couple times i i I myself have never shot anything but it's like i've wait hang on anything like that that was about to be anybody but (laughs) well it's okay well i'd be lying if i said i haven't shot anybody yeah but hey yo um, no i have not actually shot anybody uh this is for like the recording. Thi- 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 this is for the recording in court. That uh, like when I finally do shoot somebody, uh, this could just be like playing in like a courtroom, like in mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go silence. to the
1: courtroom and tell the courtroom that Buchanan is harboring dark secrets.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm on some mysterious I'm t- <laughs> shit.
1: I'm gonna tell a federal judge this.
2: Uh, feder- hey, federal judge, Buchanan in the future's lying about fucking everything. She fucking killed that guy. <laughs> or she like List fucked up her taxes. Of
1: Supreme Court justices. Hold on.
2: And then it's me John on that fucking G. Roberts, John G. Roberts. John G.
1: Roberts. Clarence Thomas.
2: Claire Barrett, the fix is in, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm blowing this shit up.
1: Elena Kagan. This is a Samuel g- show <laughs> Okay. I'm hey, back. Timmy,
2: what was your favorite episode of hot singles? I really like the one where, um, Buchanan, uh, like sort of said that she shot somebody. And then Ricky started listing off Supreme court justices for a long time.
1: I didn't do that many. There's You're, not that you many. did. You Let's... did.
2: You did it for a very long time on a music podcast.
1: <laughs> How do you pronounce IASO's name again? Yassos I think. Yesos.
2: Yesos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yassos. Yeah. 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 Yassos. Yes. I'm just yes. gonna
2: start saying yes.
0: Yassos bitch.
2: L'amour uh-huh. is a good album. It is. It. Yeah. There's an interesting myth, but there's there's also a stunning simplicity in like the fact that Randall is just a guy who played guitar, and he still does, but nobody else hears it it incredible. strikes
1: past it strikes past the myth and it's extremely easy through this gap in time to identify the man behind it and it feels cor- good and correct yeah and close to mm-hmm. my heart.
2: I should also mention it's because it's I, I feel I feel the more uh, flying away from us as ever it does <laughs> uh, it's my friend Kurt Walker um, has a has a documentary a speculative documentary on uh, the recording of this record called I thought the World of you. Uh, and it's it was at TIFF a couple months ago, and it's I'm pretty sure it's going to be hitting streaming next year. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Kurt because I know Kurt uh, listens Hell to yeah. the pod. What's up?
1: Hell yeah! Oh sick.
0: Yeah, no, I did Hi, when I was when I was googling the lyrics for I thought the world of you because I still don't know what they are. Like, who the fuck knows what the lyrics are on this record?
3: <laughs>
2: My guy sounds like Iggy Pop had a weed brownie
0: and got caught in his feelings. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he does something
1: like that. <laughs> Oh no. Um But yeah, see, like. Did you I, see the goddamn SpongeBob when he gets caught in it? That's that. Time. That is yeah. what I was referencing.
2: The <laughs> girl like like applied like lotion to like the like the scenario. The mobility <laughs> he was he's like, ah. God, it. She's like, she's <laughs> so good. And
0: now we see two SpongeBob fans in their natural habitats.
1: I love it. I'm ready. Yo, I'm yo, ready. When it, when I'm it, ready. It, did anyone th- else think the goddamn pizza in that episode looked really <laughs> freaking good? Yeah, it should good. look
0: good as fuck.
1: Oh my god, Babish, You gotta make this big Spongebob <laughs> from the goddamn movie.
2: <laughs>
1: I always wanted to bite that shit.
2: Um, one of my one of my favorite posts, um, is a uh, girlfriend picking around in my brain poke boop babe stop that that's gonna that's gonna fuck me up ooh brain poke babe stop squidward wrong for treating spongebob and patrick like that
0: (laughs) Uh, um anyways anyway just the fact that you know i googled the lyrics didn't find the lyrics but did find the fact that there was a documentary about it that screened at tiff and then to find out that Buchanan is so Canadian that she knows the person who made the fucking bluest documentaries. K- Canadian <laughs> B- media. If you're not in, you're
2: out. That shit is so fire. Yeah. Go, go, uh, go fucking, go, go watch season one, episode three. That is a great, that's a great, uh, short film. All in, uh, all incredible stuff. Love you, Kurt.
0: Perfect. Thanks, right. Kurt. Time to, time to head onwards.
1: Kurt, I didn't watch your movie. I'm sorry. I, I can't but, watch it anyway. It's fucking festival suck it still. All right Kurt. Uh, ne- next album.
0: Next <laughs> album. Yeah. Fuck. This is they, this
1: not- is uh, this is actually an
2: awesome episode of Hot Singles. <laughs> so I do I do I'm want it on the time. record. I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm having
0: a great time. I'm having a great yeah. time. The album that I brought is Yassos's interdimensional music. This is a 1975 record, and I want to say that again. This is a 1975 record by a Greek composer and musician based in the Bay Area, Yassos. What I want to start off with is Cover Watch, but not Cover Watch, Website Watch, because- Yeah! Oh, thank you.
2: Thank you. I was going to do this exact same thing. I Um, I
0: was going to, I was going to, yeah. So I think we need to basically spend the next 45 minutes basically providing a full web tree de- or audio description of Yasso's website this and they is, ignore the music in its entirety. Can I say it's- We're not I, gonna I, do that, but we could.
2: It is so funny that it's like, we have three like main event contenders here yep, because yep. I, Yasos is the new age musician, uh, musician. And we could also talk for hours about how awesome this website is. Like it's this- It's
1: crazy how much how, over such a span of years, he has committed to using this not very good font for his name. First of all, I... <laughs> this is a master...
2: Ricky, I, I've, I've been a freelance graphic designer for 10 years. This is a masterwork in album communication.
1: This I is... No, I understand what the album sounds like before I listen to it, but goddamn it doesn't... No, no. You are smoking Ugh. that pack, my friend. Yeah, y- y- Yas-
2: Yasos, pronounced Yasos, is a music creator. If <laughs> What a, oh, like, fuck you, dude! Like this shit is epic. <laughs> you, it's you, you could not even begin to perceive your life before Yasos. Bold
1: typeface music creator.
2: <sighs> this site specializes in celestial, heavenly, interdimensional, higher consciousness music and visuals. Yasso's is one of the original founders of New Age music. And for those of you who are, some of our listeners at Hot Singles are a little green. That's okay, that's why you're here. Um, the parts of Avalanche's Wildflower that did not sound like hip hop, that is New Age music, is the best way I can <laughs> describe that for you.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, w- and Did you watch I, Uncut Gem? You, you, hey, you
2: will like this fucking <laughs> album. I really liked this album. This album was fucking fantastic. Um,
0: I do just want to point out. Crazy fucking album. It's it's bonkers. I do just want to point out that among the uh, headers that are available on this website, which is just HTML, new products, video, music, workshops, Yassos. (laughs) Yassos, um, (laughs) I'm going on the Yassos page of Um, (laughs) yassos.com. Upcoming events, fun stuff, visionary gallery, metaphysical info, (laughs) contact. I'm clicking on the metaphysical. I'm clicking on the metaphysical one. I'm um, clicking oh on my god! Stuff. Do we, fun. we
2: can we can phone or Skype coach with Yassos for three hundred dollars an hour.
0: He's expensive, oh. but he's worth it. Yeah. Every fucking penny. Wow,
2: eight hundred dollars um, for crisis processing is not bad. That is actually like
1: <laughs> holy shit. That's pretty good. Um, um, fun. The fun stuff does also have a tab to metaphysical information. It's fun stuff. Yeah, it's fun stuff. It's kind of this big cycle that goes around and around that you can get stuck in.
0: I I do also appreciate that, like, some of the tabs, maybe they were updated in the last month, maybe they were updated four years ago, they have, like, GIF news flashing around next to them. It's it's delightful.
1: I cannot get enough of this website. Um, Like, clicking on the metaphysical page, metaphysics page, brings up, like, this, like, high-saturation, rainbow-tinted, like colors like it's, col- beautiful. Color.
2: it's beautiful it's beautiful viewer yeah, it's, viewers at home click on this fucking website and just scroll around like listening like, like, like while we're talking n- like
1: that the, like the touch of the night sky the over top of the whatever is the, the, just whatever temple this yeah, is, you tell is it's incredible in, insane you really good because oh, if man. this was
2: just if this was just like a standard like theistic image the sun would be shining through the church but it's we we are in a world of like dreams and subconscious and like powerful energy and chakra
1: processing. So it's, it's about it trying to identify God in everything you see. Is um, yeah. Here's a cool picture of an otter. There is a cool picture
0: of an otter. That's so true. Um, I also just appreciate that he's also selling other people's vision hashtag visionary artwork yes, for like the visionary <laughs> incredible amounts of money.
1: Based yeah. on incredibly irresponsible amounts of money. Holy True. shit! Yeah. That's
0: so much fucking money! <laughs> it's so much money!
1: Oh my god. Um, no, no painting should cost that much. No. Um, You're an idiot. Oh, wow. These are
0: visionary art treasures.
1: But, like, the I'm amount sorry. of
0: compression <laughs> in these JPEGs
1: is frankly absurd. Like, I do just want to, you know. I cannot imagine that these exist in real life space. I want to check out his crystals. Hold on. (laughs) $16 million? Holy shit! Hold on. This is we park, incredible. We fucking in look, look, look at it, look how big this one is. That's sixteen million. That, that is that is a
2: sixteen million dollar crystal right there. I will push it. Pusha T is like listening <laughs> to this episode of the podcast and like it, he, it's, he's like he he just he just went like yeah, and then he like
1: started calling subheading. his art dealer. There's a subheading that says "crystals worthy of your palace." That's yeah. fucking crazy. That's
0: incredible. <laughs> Wow! Uh, Yassos, you're the most powerful man ever created. All of, the, all
2: of this to say, there is money in the new age, and yes. Yassos built the the crystalline hypercolor foundations on which we all now reside.
0: Mm-hmm. So Alexis, why did you bring interdimensional music in particular? I brought this album because I can't help but become genuinely hysterical when I listen to it. Um, it is one of the most eye-wateringly beautiful records I've ever heard. It is one yeah. of the, the like. It is alongside like people like Steve Roach and, and other people like some of the very, very foundational bits of ambient and new age music. Like this is like I, I said, 1975, intoning very deeply because it does not sound like a 1975 record. It still sounds like. It sounds like the
2: new age.
0: Genuinely, no, yeah. In 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 the sense that not just like it, this still sounded like a trope in the mid '90s, and it would have sounded fresh then, and it just still sounds like a relatively recent and fucking beautiful record now. It's you all, could, so, it's you could, so, could just
1: you could drop this on software. You could just like you could, you could. as is, L- literally just to submit this, drop it like no yeah. alterations.
0: And, like, it's, it's clearly got a reputation, like it is held as, held up as one of the progenitor
1: albums of an entire genre, so obviously it will be. Um, but this is al- a man who is not faking it and has committed to making this music as hard as he possibly can. Yeah, so it's and exactly... In,
0: in inverse. It's exactly that, that, like, you spend any time with this record and you hear a kind of commitment and, like, honest belief in the, like, transformative spiritual power of music that makes my atheist, secular Jewish little soul, like, tremble in fear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely, this is what I mean where this record makes me hysterical. It's one of the most, like, ball beautiful pieces of music I've ever fucking heard. And, like, I, I like, tremble at the, the, like, access to the sublime that Yasos thinks he has. Like, <laughs> I, I sit with this record and hear, like, oh, there is incredible songwriting here, there is incredible sound selection, there is incredible, like... Arrangement and placement and like effects like the tracks like Lowena Coast, like, just have the like wash of waves and chub of birds in the background in this like beautiful, like atmospheric, like, uh, you know, it's a it's the the fantastical technicolor spectral like beach like vista that you imagine in your dreams. Like, this is what's gonna make this is what is going to soundtrack your dreams for the rest of your life, and that's a good thing. Yeah, you should want that. We Alexis
2: could you sorry yeah, yeah, go, go, sorry go.
0: it's Alexis could you read out the name of track
2: three on this album I passion you a leap of love flame Ugh. and the 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 fact that you are still like brought to near tears listening to like the like the majesty of like the like the sounds in this record it's this should it, like this should be this should be a record that all of us like on paper should be clowning like eight times a week. Exactly. Every day every day ending in Y.
0: This but should it's... be the least cool album ever created. And somehow but it, it is not only it's not only intensely cool because somehow we've managed to irony will ourselves into like taking seriously every bit of cultural detritus that has ever existed after the invention of the synthesizer. And that's a good thing. All music's the same. All music is good and all music is interesting. And like that is a good yeah. baseline to treat all music from.
2: But and this, this is the most oof. interesting music.
1: So like on a, on a basic Motherfucker level- Motherfucker believes in God. This You're is gonna believe thing. in God, gay boy.
2: <laughs> I honestly <laughs> thought about like converting to like whatever he was doing, like halfway through. I was like, damn, if thi- this shit like hits, yeah. this is a strong- I'm converting to this Greek, whatever th- the
1: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is- What's doing? I'm checking <laughs> his
2: Wikipedia. <laughs> This is the oh, this no. is the this is the strongest argument. Th- th- this is the first argument for New Age, by the way, the, and it's like
1: it's like coming out the gate, com- like putting mm. celestial nuts out on the table. Celestial nuts, mm, there's so much God in this record. I'm listening to it now.
0: Um, Ricky, I just fell out my chat.
1: <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> yeah, you you weren't ready for the big Greek
2: conversion of 2023. <laughs> Oh my oh God! No. It's you. You. You legit <laughs> fell out. You are legit waylaid
1: oh, right God, now. And this so much. There.
0: I rolled out my chair onto the floor. Goodness. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh my. Oh my. Okay. So to like try and rescue myself and like, the, the <laughs> like say what Ricky said, but more so. So like, I took up yoga a couple months ago. It's really good. I'm feeling less like not like, not objectively less stressed in my entire life. Life is still happening, but like mm-hmm. I feel like I have like tools in terms of like self-awareness of my like physical physical like the way my body is holding itself the way my muscles are like like tense or not tense, the way my breathing is patterned, the way that I can influence these things by controlling my breathing very deliberately that's all great, that's really fucking good like on a practical level yoga has made my life better Awesome Yoga yeah. also comes with a really substantive philosophical background, like yoga is not just like the asanas, it's not just the physical movement, it's a yes. entire like Philosophical and spiritual program with like its whole like uh, an entire metaphysics attached an entire spiritual practice attached And like as a bunch of white people in a city in the UK going to us like a yog- yoga studio You don't just get like handed out on a plate Like you cannot just get like inaugurated into an entire yeah. Worldview and spiritual system just by like attending to what, a session To what extent are week.
1: you participating in that? You know? Exactly if, so,
0: Yeah So this is the thing like The, the problem well, I say the problem is The bizarre extraordinary thing is you i happen to be going to a yoga studio that is literally just down the road from me which is really heavy on the what they call tantric aspects so like the spiritual the like talking about and working through the relationship between the like philosophical aspects and the practice and that's really interesting because it's not just about like okay focus on like your breathing in an instrumental sense it is Focus on your breathing for this specific intention thing. Focus on this breathing for the achievement of this specific, like, purpose that we've described and explained to you in, like, whole chunks through the session. Here's why you need, like, here's how we can, like, use this to narrate, like, the purpose of doing all these movements. And suddenly you realize, like, oh, no, you are participating through the act of doing. And it's not like a, uh, like, a super substantive kind of engagement because, like, hey I'm also a fucking philosophy student I can go out and read the fucking books that they're talking about and for myself like I have started to do that and it's really interesting and I'm like like nurturing a side interest in like Indian and Chinese philosophy slowly through like trying to understand what the fuck it is I'm doing but you realize that like the process of like we have a very easy way in I'm not going to say in western culture in a very like holistic dismissive sense but like in in the sense where like a logocentric culture like a culture obsessed with like fact and belief and writing is going to like determine the value and the nature of your commitments and your understanding of the world through like what do you say what do you self-reflect as your own understanding of the world and what do you like commit to in words and, and like writing compared to like oh no there are all sorts of ways where like you do just engage the spiritual on a very practical level a lot of the time like you do it when you watch, ironically, the, like, macho, racial testosterone level with this diet guy. Like, there are some, like, aspects about, like, normat- like normative masculinity that are deeply spiritual in nature. Um, yeah. There are... You you are doing it when you listen to a fucking ambient album and cry your eyes out. You, you do it when you, like accidentally wander into a yoga studio that like instructs you a bit more in the the like general aspects than you realize you do it every time you engage in like public like literally yesterday was armistice day or remember it's sunday or wherever it is i uh, what well, remember day in the uk um and like engage or choose not to engage or strategize about how to engage with like this massive public like veneration of the dead in this like simultaneously religious but not quite and simultaneously like nationalistic but like a very ambiguously and complexly so situation like, like fuck the, the eternal valorization of the military but like you know people gotta deal with the trauma of a massive war having happened in continuous memory like yeah. these are things that live in our culture even as we disavow them all the time and someone embracing them, committing to them and wholeheartedly just like throwing themselves into the play of it is just like so overwhelmingly strange to just like deal with like I find it very hard to deal with this record on an intellectual level because I listen to it and love it every fucking minute of it. I think I could talk about the the like sound stuff forever. Like, but it's almost facile to you because it's so beautiful. You can just listen to it yourself and go like, mm, ah, ah. Yes. yeah, yeah, and just
1: it, it hits, it, hits. Every, it hits every time he wants it to hit, it, it, yeah.
0: it hits. And at the same time, it's an album that leaves me like, he's. I use the word hysterical, like literally almost unable to contain myself because I like cannot deal with the overflowing like spiritual pressure that it just fucking applies to my soul i do not know what to do with it all the time hmm. yeah just I, to, like what Ricky it? ricky
1: is right and just like that's how i experience it uh. what does it mean when i am able to listen to this record like put feel so much feel myself getting so enriched by like this like like the the energy that it is putting out Uh, connect with it on what I feel to be a meaningful level uh, and then come out of it and not really feel uh, like come out of it as someone who has a very passive relationship to God and be like yeah that was a good record like how do I I internalize having how do I internalize the gap between this man desperately wanting me to believe in God and me enjoying the thing that he created but still not being able to converted into practice as much as he would probably like it, it feels like <laughs> like I was giving this guy grief earlier but it's like the, the, over the, the aesthetic stuff a little bit but it's like I feel like embarrassed every whenever I come out of this and I'm like I, 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 I feel like I'm not doing as much as you are <laughs> I, I'm not doing the amount of things that you want me to do uh, even though I'm connecting with it a lot.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, how you respond to it, there are so many open-ended ways of doing it, beyond just, yeah. like, okay, you should become a new-age, like, like, spiritualist in some cuz Because, like,
1: like, I don't even really think he wants me to do that, but I still feel weird when I come out of this record and have not done that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a five-minute track on this called The Bubble Massage that's five <laughs> minutes of bubble sounds. Like, <laughs> what? he wants me to do something, and I don't know if I'm doing it. It's I mean, the, really, to it's, be
0: clear, the track before that is a 10 and a half minute track called Angel Play. And it is extraordinary, like, yeah, genuinely no, no, incredible.
1: Yeah, no, no, Like, like, not, like, that, uh, that's, that, that's not me tr- tr- trying to speak even about, like, the quality or the content of the None record, no, no, no. it's just like, this. he's clearly, like, creating spaces for me where I'm supposed to sit with this music. Um, and have a response to this that's more than this is good and this is or this is bad and that's hard for me to do mm. again in the irony poison brain where every music at every song created after the creation of the synthesizer sounds exactly the same to me yeah and it's difficult
0: <laughs> so like in terms of what you can do practically like this is almost the impossible bit where my overly philosophically out of brain like reaches for like you know like who are the thinkers and writers that like explain what to do with the like displaced spiritual spirituality or displaced like yearning yeah. for 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 like spiritual liberation. And like I have my favourites and I think everyone should go read Walter Benjamin's Thesis in the Philosophy of History. Like I mm. think that for me is the keystone for like, you know, salvation is not going to come from the like in like immense investment in this like abstract outside force. It is something that is impractically Involves in our lives every single day and will only come when we like Achieve it through our own hands and like I think that's an incredibly hopeful and incredibly like Mournful and like a beautiful way of phrasing it And I'm doing it an injustice just by like dismissively like trying to sum up the, the, the theses in one sentence But like this is that's my attitude because I like overthink it and also really love Benjamin and like Feel weird interesting kinships with him as a person and his story and what he's trying to do but like Like, this is a problem that, like, not everyone fucking cares about. Like, what do you do about, you know, the problem of, you know, meaning-making in a context where meaning-making is mostly meant to be finished or
1: dead or impossible. And that, like... Something (laughs) arrives to me understood. Yeah. Something arrives to me where... um my experience with it is meant to slot into something else is not supposed to be singular. Exactly. And in which case, like... It's it's so difficult. In
0: which (laughs) case, this supposedly incredibly simple, incredibly, like either, like, tactile- well, I say tactile in, not in the same way a group of record is tactile this, like, sensuously intense- incredibly accessible record this, like, record that makes itself so readable to you, like, it's simulating literal, like, bubble sounds or river sounds or you know, like, just, like, reversing pianos and reversing
1: cl- flutes to- to make, like,
0: you- you can tell what it's doing, it's not-
1: complex yeah it sounds it all sounds real fucking crisp too like he's a talented really yeah, talented yeah. producer
0: it's just that somehow that manages to be you know intensely challenging to deal with like what the fuck do you do with that other than just yeah. like bask in its glory and like I think that's just a legit option is to just be like I sit back recognize that this is one of the the coolest fucking collections of sounds I'm ever gonna hear and just enjoy it for the sake of it yeah Mm-hmm.
1: I. It, it's a record that uh, makes me want to have, uh, it, it it, it's a record that feels constructive in the way that it doesn't make me want to be uh, a less intellectual person, but it does make me want to have like unintellectualized uh, relationships with music sometimes more, yeah. and I think that's healthy for me.
2: Speaking mm-hmm. of somebody who only has unintellectualized relationships with music, uh, this <laughs> this 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 album whipped tiny front to back. For Absolutely,
1: me. Jesus, I was like, so
2: "Hell yeah, this shit it rocks!" It goes up
1: and up, and it keeps going up. There, there's the whole this. Time. It, oh man,
2: it's so good. It's yeah. sorry, it's. I just came back from a from a quick uh, situation that needed my attention. It's. That's I right? assumed Ooh. you. I, I'm assuming you guys got really into like the full nitty gritty. Um, oh yeah, we were it's, I'm ha- and I, I'm happy. I missed all of that. Yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, it's time for rude cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Holly,
1: where, uh, Hollywood boo cannon. Wait, wait, hang
0: on. They sent Metallica. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean no, i can't do the voice. It's, but. it's it's
2: it's more like a it's more like a creed, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's creed. Yeah. <laughs> um. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Uh, So it's, I did want to do a quick succinct cover watch uh, because it's, we we talked about the website and it's, we talked a little bit about like new age aesthetic. Um, I like literally this, like. This communicates information in an extremely straightforward way. Yes. It physically, it looks bad. Um. (laughs) but there is a, it's literally the new age aesthetic had not been like fully like centered upon at this stage in the game. Like you can like go back and you can, uh, like th- there's uh there's, there's lots of like early experimentation, uh, in, uh, Yasos's, like stuff. Uh, I did also just see music for accelerated conscious lovemaking here. And it's, yes. it's made oh. by Yasos and two other men with, <laughs> That's what I like to hear. That's, uh, <laughs> yes. All of this to say, sorry, that um, interdimensional. the The full title is interdimensional music through Yassos, which I think is an incredible way to like talk about making music. Like it's, you know, it's like you have a uh, you have a uh, you have your Eve Tumor and its band. You have your yeah. Death Grips has broken up. We are at our best, and so Death Grips has broken up, and you have. Yeah interdimensional music through yeah i'm going to start like saying it's my albums were recorded through me yeah. um
1: bro i'm just a vessel i'm, I'm just sorry, a vessel i'm i didn't I'm mean literally to flex on you bro. if you combine
2: yassos and uh louis you literally do get blade you literally guess, do yes yeah which is uh he, which is yeah. Oh,
1: my God, this is incredible. The only thing he has to do is, like, walk around, like, in parking lots sometimes, and then he could be blamed. Because, like, I think he just stays in his house and, like, kisses his wife, who he loves. There's really no individual component on this cover that fits with any other individual component in any sort of, like, way that feels correct. Like, it's the kind of cover that I, like... If 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 I ended up making this and the draft looked like this, I would not be happy with any individual component of it, but it feels so fucking correct. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. So good. The it, like the even like the way that there's like like big lightning bolt into the silhouette of the guy, but there's also like these really spacey areas between them that like I don't is that it might mm, it's it goes from sharp into rounded in a way, but it doesn't really comp, it's it's so much. I'm thinking about it, there's a lot. Mm, I can't think about it too much. It's all Time right. Steve Armand, man.
2: It's the the greatest, the legend.
1: Best
0: font.
2: Original pranksters. They did it.
0: I'm worn. How did you make ne- a never, fucking? Never did it better. How did you make a fucking word dot gradient album cover before words had been even conceived? Like, like it, that's that. What that, I'm
2: that, saying, like, that is uh, like it's. It's. I did. Uh, I, how I, did you
0: get here? I,
2: I am not. I am not as up on like the like proto primitive digital imaging technology as I should. I didn't want to, like, say any of that, because I, did, I didn't I did want to sound unintelligent about my own field. But how the fuck did he actually do that? Like, this is, th- like, this is clip art from 1970-fucking-five!
1: That's crazy! Like, this is not what the default sleeve of a record looks like. Going back to Lewis for just a moment, um, I've, d- I've dug through enough, like, weirdo pri- private press uh, dude in his garage records to know exactly what the default cover art at the time looks like, and it's really not this. There's a lot of intent here. He, like, nailed down this visual a full decade before it would, like... This would be the most common thing that you would see in in, in a bin, so in, in, in a thrift store somewhere. Yeah.
0: Like, you see this in a thrift store and wonder She was the guy who, um, owned this record, like, what happened to his life story, like, what did he get out of this record, how did he end up selling yeah. it, like, it's just the, the idea that someone would have the, I th- think about this every time I've fucking seen Alice Coltrane record in a second-hand store, like, Yes, yeah, 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 like,
1: what, Nina what... Simone, too, yeah, like, they how they many lives had Nina? this record
0: gone through, and what did it mean mm-hmm. to those people? And again, like, sometimes the answer is like some fucking yuppie bought it, didn't understand what the fuck they were doing, realized it was out of fashion seven years later, and then chucked it in a bin. Like, sometimes Mm -hmm. that's just true too. And that's okay, I guess. I mean, like, you know, I can make aesthetic judgments about people. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, like, God, this music has afterlives.
1: There's uh, a real whole human life in these recordings. It's hard to (laughs) grapple with in a good way. Yeah. Yes, interdimensional
2: Yesos. music, man.
1: Combine the great dimensional music. You go to a different place. It's music. Music, baby. I like um how the logo looks on color schemes that aren't black and white and don't involve gradients like I'm looking here uh, for crystal love on Discogs. I really like how it looks with that kind of like, uh, with that kind of dull blue and the, with the kind of sharper uh, yellow with the logo there. I think that looks very nice. Yeah.
0: I mean, sometimes you about just the, need a drop shadow.
1: Yeah, thinking about the color blue. That's true. Gosh darn, gosh darn.
2: The color blue goes so crazy. It's. Yeah. Just in general, like pretty much all shades of blue is like an incredible Blue's not even my favorite color, but it's you, it's you literally have to pay respects to the classics. That's, it's, uh, uh,
1: blue, blue is my favorite color. And I like that it's color. best friend, the color, it, I love that it's best friend, the color yellow. I like that uh, Yasos makes good use of that on a lot of mm-hmm. his tape releases. Best mm-hmm. logo
2: ever made is Capcom's logo. And,
1: uh, yep. well, what's, what's yep. it got? What's it got? What's it got? It's got blue and it's got yellow. Oh, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who's, oh, I'm looking. Who's who's that little blue guy?
1: Who is that little blue guy? <laughs> that's fucking Wario. Uh, <laughs> that's hey, that's ever thought, ever thought about that? Ever thought about why why Wario so why are you so perfect and beautiful and strong? Because
2: he's got Lakers colors by default.
1: <laughs> Yum. <Yep. laughs> <laughs> Wait, does uh, he have a purple shirt? And... Yeah. Uh, purple
2: out. purple overalls. Purple and um, yellow, okay. Yellow okay, that,
1: that doesn't count. That doesn't. Yeah, count. it doesn't count. Uh, uh, but you know I am? See, uh, th- th- fun fact: Bl- I'm blue, purple, colorblind. This doesn't count. Still, I'm <laughs> still on top.
2: Wario <laughs> well, looks fucking... like he fucking owns the Lakers.
1: How does Waluigi how <laughs> well, not Clippers? Clippers colors. I
0: mean, Clippers oh. colors
1: are awful,
0: but still. That's a good question. Okay, I, the complete sidebar: the city jerseys for the NBA like got they the, fucking the suck. The they That's so awful. Suck. God damn.
1: I'm so, glad, the, well, I'm so glad
2: oh, you wait, was... Wait, 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 wait. Which logo? Which logo? So, oh, all of them. All the,
1: all the
0: jerseys. So, uh, city, so if you look up city jerseys 2022, 20, 23. So jerseys. it'll be 23. These are
1: 2023. Yeah. Let
0: oh, me oh. Copy okay. with They're On literally all mm. awful.
2: You got the fucking clit jersey. <laughs> <laughs> the Los what? Angeles jersey still looks bad. Like it's it still
0: looks... This... It's really not good so like the unfortunate thing a uh, friend of the podcast Hannah and I were talking about this like the the best ones are unfortunately the ones which have a block color that is pretty and nothing else objectionable which is such a downgrade from like people actually committing to interesting designs like you know that, the closest... Bur- that
1: Brooklyn one's pretty bad the Pacers one's pretty bad
0: Ooh. so I, I'm kind of fond of the, the fucking Basquiat, um Brooklyn one but just cause like the, the logo's <sighs> okay but otherwise it's boring as fuck yeah, like, Mixtures, mixt-
1: like, a, like, there's no, it's not framed in any meaning. No, somewhere. no, exactly like, not.
0: Um, like the Warriors uh, one is but ugly. Um,
1: I, I, I th- fuck with, I, fuck I with love the, the Warriors ones. Honestly, that one's kind of hard. It's well, Warriors
2: <laughs> one, Warriors one is like, oh god, it's. It, do you remember that Vine that's like the kid who has like the Nike mags or something? And he's like, so this is the rest of the outfit, and he looks like. <laughs>
1: But Fuck. that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that here's, is, a, here's how it looks on feet. He's got here's like, it.
2: he's, he's got like, it's, it's literally like the watch the throne era, like, it, like shirt uh, kills thing, but there's like, like no, that,
1: I need, I need I, to see I, the shorts. I, I need to see shit. the shorts. Um, I miss that shit so much that I think I'm being like, like. Compelled to defend the war, the bad warriors uh, jersey. Look, I, I need to see the shorts with it, but it's like it—it mm. it, it looks bad by itself. It, it, I want it, to see how it looks
2: on feet. Yes, it, it could—it could, it could tie together. We need to see the rest of the outfit. Uh,
0: what's the uh, what's the Washington one Rick, down here? Rick, what's Ricky, the, what are they doing there? Ricky needs feet confirmed. Um I don't I, know. <laughs> it looks—it looks—it looks like a close-up photo of a muscle tissue. Like I—I I don't like this. Something about it is <laughs> yeah, deeply disconcerting.
1: The, the, what's, the this, pl- what's the plan here?
2: This this looks like Evian asked Rudnick. Okay, new trans party coming up. It's <laughs> new lo- new logo deadline is twenty five minutes. Mm. Nick, I fuck with the Knicks jersey because it it you know it's Knicks colors. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah you,
1: the yeah. Mi- the Miami one too. It's the same one with the Brooklyn. It's like it feels like there needs to be like a like. You and, can't just put that on a white.
0: Mm. And like Miami started that like the trend of the vice color scheme like four years ago, yeah. and they've not graduated out of any anything other than like, okay, I guess we can't just repeat the color scheme, so we gotta like do the kooky aesthetic without actually picking the right colors. At which point, like the Spurs with the fucking Taco Bell like look, is about as good as we get, <laughs> S- and it's still S- nowhere Sun's near as Sun's good th- as. I
1: fuck no, I completely fuck with that. Like the it's, like the slight asymmetry, that's fucking good.
0: It's good, it's good. It's just like we also had Miami doing this better four years ago, which is really unfortunate.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have the context for that. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, uh,
2: like, it's Suns jersey looks like the Space Jam Two Tune Squad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, damn.
2: Not good, guys. Not good.
1: Not good. I was mystified the entire new John Boyce thing. The fucking Bobcats <laughs> logo. I was not as familiar with the Bobcats logo before starting that. Oh That's a crazy God. fucking logo. It's bonkers. Good. It's badass. Like it, it, it looks like it's, there's no way that it could be placed on a piece of clothing that it doesn't look like it's like misaligned in some way. Entirely. There is no,
0: there is no correct orientation for it. No.
1: It's mm, mental. And, it's, it's, and,
2: and we used to have the Hornets too. The, the,
0: the Charlotte Hornets logo,
1: like coming is, from the Hornets. Like, to look, that. look, look at this.
2: That's crazy. Look at this top right. It's viewers. Look at this image. <laughs> <laughs> look, oh, this, it's it's like, a fucking it, buzzy bee. This 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 oh, this, this little hornet. Little this hornet is literally walking in spread eagle, dribbling a ball. This guy. <laughs> oh. You are you are not you are not shooting on this guy. He will.
1: Fucking... I want to see my little boy. Here he comes. Here he comes. <sighs> damn that's so mm, yeah. and, and now the new hornet's
0: logo is fucking shitting out his stinger
1: <laughs> shitted on him what mm, they could have just gone back to the old one they kind of really could have gone the old one but again
0: like they you kinda, know mm, logo design go into all this fucking flat graphic design border shit like it's
1: uh, I don't like those borders those are the borders that my high school's logo had and that was like oof. their their mascot was like I, I guess I could dox myself for, for your guys just for your guys' pod you know Hmm. To try and boost the ratings a little bit. Um, it was like very sexual, like stallion man with this exact color st- theme. So I have an <laughs> aversion to. I like. I hate. I hate. Sorry, that was meant to be a sexy wolf whistle, that, and that did not come out right. Uh, my r- Ricky, cracked.
2: my expect my, um, I'm at half chub. Expectations are sky high. What does this horse look like?
1: okay I'm gonna send you the normal logo and then I'm gonna see if I could find you the mural that they had up in like the little oh, side oh, gym room oh, I don't think I'm gonna be I don't think I'm gonna be able to find it
0: cool we're not gonna we're not gonna publicly reveal the actual logo but you we can.
1: can I don't care <laughs> I it's, mean this, oh, oh, this feels oh, Alexis,
2: like a... Alexis I will I will make a I will make a cover ooh, or variant for ooh, this ooh, episode ooh, of the sexy <laughs> horse yeah. I will do it
1: Okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm, here's the normal logo. Uh, you I can mean, kind it, of it see is, like a trace uh, of it. Like, this he is his just a thing someone the like saw a certain football and, like,
0: team's ooh. logo you can see he's and was like giving like, you a side on That's the, that's the worst skew like,
2: I've ever seen on a, a, a letter, letter <laughs> mark ever, Chief. That is on top
0: of a different other logo.
2: Holy shit, that's
1: what I see when I look at the Hornets logo. And that's
0: why I hate it so dearly. It's ropey.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not too good. Uh, it's it's this bad is, guys. This is this is the this is the logo on cool. out cool. front of the school Noble. that now has. Uh. Well. Okay. Here's here's another more doxable fact. Uh. My school. My high school was meant to open on September eleventh, two thousand and one. So there are more. Hi. <laughs> So there are more creepy permanent 9-11 uh, m- like memorials up in the school than there are like in most schools from the time in the area and l- there's there's a massive one out front now that has this nasty ass logo next to like d- like just two c- fucking concrete blocks or whatever like guys like about 9-11 in my area I don't know. It's bad. Sorry, wait, hang on.
0: Guys into 9-11 in your area, seek them out they, now. They, <laughs> they hot, love 9-11 hot, here. Hot 9-11
1: truthers in your area. It's crazy how much they oh like God. 9-11 where I grew up. Oh my God. I cannot find this, Jim. I'll I, I try and find it later and send it to you.
2: So, "Hejira" you, you, uh, by Joni Mitchell is the record.
1: "Hejira" by <laughs> Joni Mitchell is uh, one of the last records released on her asylum contract. Uh, it's the one that I suggested for today's pod episode. Uh, I'm going to uh, specifically request that uh, the play track is Blue Motel Room, my my secret favorite track on the album. It's a good one. It's a good one. I listen to it a lot and cry and feel bad.
2: The Joni uh, Mitchell experience. The Joni... <laughs>
3: my head will you still love me when I call you up when I that you've got German measles honey telling me got germ. Sales of Feast Talk When I get back to town
0: It's a, it's also the, yeah god it's also strangely though like one like it's the one like blues track on an album that is like really notably not full
1: of blues tracks it's it's an, al- an album that has only one blues track, but is very, very interested in blues. Yeah, exactly. In a to a weird effect. Mm. Exactly, it's, exactly. It's like, uh, I, I, I guess we could start in the context. Yeah, yeah go for zone. it. Go for it. Uh, Fire away. A lot of the, a lot of this record, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't, I don't, uh, I feel slightly underprepared with how much I researched this in comparison to y'all, but just through general knowledge that I know. Uh, she wrote this record mostly over the series of a few long road trips across America. Uh, a lot of this was uh, being written as it was being performed live for the first time, alongside mm-hmm. like, but uh, while she was touring with Bob Dylan. Uh, thanks to that, like, uh, there's a good documentary on the band about uh, the band that has some fantastic early uh, footage of Coyote being performed live. Um, it's uh, a record that is. Uh, about being in empty spaces, coming off a string of records that are very much about being in in the cities and not being able to connect with people in cities. Uh, For a while I thought that this was her most uh, That Feel When No BF album. Uh, In the process of uh, researching for this record, I discovered that that uh, that was actually Court and Spark, which is just fucking miserable (laughs) front to back. Just absolutely fucking miserable album. Oh man. Like raised on robbery just like I had to like I had to get up and walk around a little bit after <laughs> I heard that one. But yeah, it's a very lonely album. Uh it's an album that's uh preoccupied with uh with history that she is observing as an outsider um trying to f- f- trying to identify uh and transcribe caricatures of in uh, trying to transcribe caricatures of like people she's encountering along the way it's uh, and th- ultimately crumbling under the w- that ultimately crumble under the weight of themselves and reveal that they only say uh, as d- d- they only really say anything meaningful about her herself. It's uh, it's, yeah, uh,
2: yeah, it's like it's it's, it's named Hijira like literally for the Hijira like that Muhammad took from Mecca to Medina. Yes, um, uh,
1: it's also has it's also named Hijira with the J because she liked how it looked in Asia by Steely Dan and stole it for uh, the, the <laughs> this. Record. That's a real thing. She <laughs> That's said. so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dan strikes again. The Dan undefeated. Yup. I could have picked
2: Asia, but I didn't. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh man. Ricky, we got to have you on to talk about Asia again.
1: I'd be happy to do that. Uh, I I, I didn't realize that uh, I was biting off a lot when I suggested this because I forgot that uh, I was uh, initiating a dialogue between two of Canada's darlings uh, (laughs) when I picked this record.
0: Sorry, those darlings being uh, Johnny Mitchell and Buchanan. (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it's look, it's I do like Joni. I've listened to I think pretty much all of Joni's stuff um over the course of my life. <laughs> it's the it's I, I I wanted to get uh like room temperature uh for like the other Canadians in my life. Uh Declan and my father. Uh my mom was <laughs> asleep when I asked. Um <laughs> I asked Declan what uh, job, he. I asked Declan what he thought of Joni Mitchell, and he was like, "Dude, it'd be so crazy if I had superpowers." So then I asked Dad uh, what, uh, um, what he thought of Joni Mitchell, and he was like, "I know some of her songs; they're all good. I know that she's a hippie." So my dad pretty much knows everything there is to know about Joni Mitchell.
1: No, yeah, um, he, he hit the nail on the head. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what we have to understand moving forward. About Hijira is that it is that it is a, a perfect, beautiful, wonderful album that I love to death and I love in my heart forever. Um, and it and there's also a lot of things that are intensely, intensely wrong with it. Uh, <laughs> um, let that white let woman she, cook. Let that white woman cook. <laughs> what? Why is she doing black voice for one? Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> we um, will get there. Uh... Uh, so. I, get, I, I feel like the Asia thing is a good jumping off point. Um, Joni is an artist who is always doing things with intention. She is always deliberating about what the album is going to sound like to the people who listen to it once it is released. Uh, fun fact, uh, her two like Yacht Rock records, those are not her selling out. She made those because she likes Yacht Rock. She 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 did not have to recuperate anything after she released Mingus and it flopped because she is Joni fucking Mitchell and she has the money to not have to do that. She made those because she likes yacht rock and wanted you to hear some yacht rock. Like mm. I mm, mm. Mingus is a bad album. I'll start there, but it's called Mingus.
2: Like let's kid that's okay. that is where we start. That's an album yeah. called frickin' Mingus, bro. Wait, wait hang on, boo. Uh,
0: you do realize that two of the greatest jazz records ever are called Mingus Ah Um and Mingus 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 Mingus.
2: Yeah, but those are, yeah, okay. But that's called Mingus 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 and this one's called Mingus. Sing-
1: Naming the album Mingus is bad and stupid. She did work with Mingus while making the record yeah. and Herbie Hancock is on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Like Mingus was involved with a lot of the writing on that thing. But goddamn, really bad title for an album. I understand why yeah. nobody bought it. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Mingus.
0: Mingus. Yeah.
1: yeah, Mingus.
0: Yeah. Um shout out to Alexis, Alexis. Alexis I made what
1: is it... my friend Mingus.
2: <laughs> my adult son Mingus.
0: Alexis <laughs> Alexis, what did you think of Jira? Um yeah, I, let's think let's has, I think it has I think it has the, the best opening two tracks of any album I could remember listening to in the last year. Yes. Um, wow, yes. It's just like a quite incredible once you punch. Like an impossibly good once you punch.
1: Um, Amelia J- is a, like a song that feels like it shouldn't exist. It's yeah. Like, yeah, song. impossibly good. Impossibly
0: um, good song. Jalko was fucking on one. So Jalko Pistorius, mm-hmm. Pistor- Pistorius, mm-hmm. Pistorius, not Pistorius. Fuck, fuck Pistorius's though we only respect Pastorius's past is in this house um hey. jacob pastorius is on one on this album Jaco pastorius being legendary bassist um most known for his solo records um and also weather report like the, like revolutionary in terms of tones and chord structures and lyri- lyrical ways of doing solo and you know like bass as a like a melodic instrument, like just completely revolutionized jazz and fusion bass playing.
1: And Back to the contact zone real quick. This is the first record that Joni recorded after she fired most of her backing band and hired a bunch of jazz musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: it's... it's What? (laughs) It's just plastered over the thing where like the, the like... The like clean lines and spaciousness is like throughout the whole thing and having... They, like There were little descriptions about her thinking that all the 70s bass, like early 70s bass sounds, just sounded so fucking tubby um, mm. and overly dense and heavy. And she just needed something that had like the clean lines, just as clean and straight and airy as the fucking contrails that she's seeing, talking about in Amelia. Like, it just works. It works so fucking well. Um, and leaning into that are all the little songwriting flourishes, which are. Yeah, like, lean into stuff that is pretty much just modal jazz stuff. Like, they are incredibly well put together, like, folk tracks at their core. But, like, every little, like, extension uh, to to the phrases isn't drawing from, like, trad playbooks. It's drawing straight from jazz stuff. And it's just yeah.
1: delicious to hear. Just
0: so fucking delicious to hear.
1: She, she is devouring every single one of these verses. Like, yep. just... Like, it's like song for Sharon is like eight straight minutes of scenery chewing. I love it. That's yeah. a, that might actually be my favorite song. Now I think about it. It changes every time I look at the track list.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think there are like five or six tracks here that are basically perfect. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, because I, because I had that, we'll talk about the blue stuff in a second, but like yeah. all the stuff, which is that like open airy, American fucking Americana ass road trip ass stuff They're like coyote Amelia, a strange boy hedgeer to some degree Sean for Sharon, Ref- Refuge the roads like those are all tracks that just like feel so embedded in a in a oh, in the exactly the point of view you're talking about like the the, the like folk musician in disguise going around trucker routes. Like attempting yeah. to just observe from the backs of bars and from the the corners of motels, like just soaking up what it's like to be in America. And I, I mean, th- like telling like, with it back "Song to for its
1: Sharon," with, with "Song for Sharon," especially, it's like that's that is a song about how she is participating in voyeurism. Yeah, that yeah, is a yeah. song about how she feels like she is impersonating somebody that she doesn't want to be. Yeah. Like the fr- that fucking framing device of just like I, I th- like I wa- I kind of like. you could just make a whole record that's just that song going back and forth that framing device of like writing a letter as a songwriter who wanted to be a housewife to a housewife who (laughs) wanted to be a songwriter back and forth it's like yeah
0: and and i uh, mean the the only reason i don't include it so obviously in the core of stuff that sounds the same is just because it's so scenery chewing and personal that it almost drags it slightly out of the like like the the framing device drives it out of Joni's perspective which is so rooted in the like you know the driver's seat
1: of a of a coupe like in the slow lane of a, of a highway like this is one of the only times where she's consciously trying to write about herself on the record yeah, yeah, yeah. and in and in that we're able to get a pretty good view of Sharon which is you know that that there's like a there's a paradox at the core of the record' yeah, There's a 100%. give and take with, oh. Uh it's trying to identify the self and other people uh trying to identify Something about your cultural makeup and people who are completely dissimilar similar to you, yeah. which is um, crazy
2: because it's like like Joni was in like Toronto in the nineteen seventies. Like you could have just like yeah. stayed there and had culture coming out of your butt forever, and she didn't. And she didn't. <laughs> she went to go hang out with her adult son, Mingus.
1: <laughs> my, my friend, <laughs> stop saying that. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> uh. I I it's just like. It's like, I there there's so many human lives that are walking through this record. Mm-hmm. Like, we we we've the, the they we we've covered a couple of records today that um, have uh, one very like strong vision of one human life in them. This is one that feels like it's Joni desperately trying to document as many people as she can at once. Yes. Refuge of the Roads is one that's interesting that you bring up because that's that's the one that kind of, like, right at the end there, that's the only time you get, like, this weird kind of, like, intrusive flute section right there at the end when she's talking about how... Um, she she's, tra- she's trapped on the road. She's, tra- she's trapped in these road-tripping adventures or th- th- things to that effect. But as she's saying that, these flutes come in that are the thing that sounds closest to the hissing of summer lawns. Um, there are no other, like, big, airy... Metropolitan uh, flute sections anywhere else on this record. Um, <laughs> so I, I love the description
0: of a flute as a metropolitan instrument. That's so. Hard. It is. Yeah.
1: It kind of is. A fucking
0: Juilliard ass instrument.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's this real. It it feels like oh fuck, I have to go home at some point. <sighs> um, and the, and I think the thing that's craziest about Hajira is that she she constructs this really vivid image of the American West and then never really properly like returns to it again. Like you hear bits of it throughout the rest of her discography. You hear it you hear it in like small increments on Dom Juan's Reckless Daughter. You hear like a little bit of a, it on Night Ride Home. But there's never like she doesn't make Hajira two. No. This is a space that she entered one time, uh and the end of the record is her returning home. And and, and like that's like there there's a lot of mm it's it, it's her like yeah it's all very like deliberate it has an ending it has a coda you know yeah. it's like oh I have a, I, I have a fancy storybook ending and now you get to and now the movie's over
0: yeah but like a different kind of way of reflecting back on our own position to Song of mm-hmm. Sharon but still very much like doing that thing yeah
1: yeah uh, Song of Song for Sharon uh, being this moment of being aware of uh, how much so there are other people who are living their lives out there in the world who are uh separate from road trip adventure spirit adventure yep uh trying to identify the big air quotes the blues in yourself yeah oh god
0: Good. Okay, so, we, I mean, we are basically trapped by tracking this, and there are a few enough tracks that we kind of can. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, okay so, yeah. so we talk about the Furry Sings the Blues and Blue Motel Room, because they feel like a pair, and they feel like they're talking to each other in very strange and important ways. So, like...
1: Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <sighs> okay, so Furry Sings the Blues is about an encounter with Furry... What's his name? I need to look this up again. Furry Lewis, right? Furry Lewis. So, yeah, Furry Lewis is a blues guitarist. No relation to our Lewis. No, sadly. Mm-hmm. If only. Um... Furry Lewis uh country and blues guitarist from Memphis um and she's describing an encounter she has with him where she's like the famous hotshot folk musician who uh gets introduced to a like a grandee of the genre who just has no fucking time for her just fucking hates her yeah. guts and yeah. she like realizes <laughs> quite how miserable it is to be an incredibly talented and deeply exploited musician and mm. just writes a song about it. And it's, ah, oh, it's weird. Cause it's not a blues track. I think that's quite important. Um, yes.
1: This is, a, this is a very Joni Mitchell ass Joni Mitchell song. Yeah.
0: She has to write her own style, which is again, this like incredibly open ended, airy, straight, um, like
1: folk jazz. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And... It's very it's very funky. It's probably the funkiest song on the record. Yeah, it's besides, also... It's besides, also... Uh, besides, like, Black Crow, maybe? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's yeah, also got yeah. the fucking Neil Young wailing harmonica, <laughs> which is just a great addition.
1: Yeah, it's... it's the, That's, like... Oh, it, it, it wraps around to being, like, yeah, 100% correct.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, how, how do you treat this? I'm, I'm interested in what you were thinking about it.
1: Joni Mitchell has a weird relationship to black people. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey.
1: Hey. That's. It, it, yeah. It's. I. It's, I. Don't. I don't want to dance around it too much. She's fucking weird about it. If you look at the cover arts of both Don Juan Reckless Daughter and the Hissing of Summer Lawns, you'll see one of them. Uh, she is in blackface on one of those, uh, and there are. Uh, I. I. I guess what you. I. I don't like. Men from the jungle holding a big snake, probably in reference to the album on the rec- or the record on the or the track on the album called The Jungle Line it's li- like uh, it's this weird thing where throughout Joni's career she has had this perception in her head where her music has been embraced by black artists more than white artists but also that kind of being true to a weird degree mm. and it's it's troubling because when you get to like she like like we said she was collaborating with Mingus, um, oh fuck me I need to I need to get the artist right or, or I'm gonna look it up who did the full Joni Mitchell cover album and got the Grammy for it, um, in like two thousand six. I'm gonna look up too. Uh, fuck me, I need to do research. Uh, I need to take notes for things. What? No. I want to learn things. I hate lear- learning and stuff. Was it Herbie? Yeah. It was Herbie. Yeah, yeah, there we go. It was Herbie. Herbie. 100% Herbie. Um, this weird back and forth where, like, she... <sighs> she attributes a lot to black artists uh, in a way that's definitely unfair to them, uh, and you kind of have to take it or leave it, especially on this record, mm-hmm. where, you, you, you know... it. it, it <sighs> It feels like there's some effort to frame herself in like a consciously villainous role on this song. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's it, where, where she, it, it, it's this anxiety about feeling like the city big shot. But at the same time, it feels weird to have the foil to that be a uh, d- d- black musician who she mostly made up in her head who uh, doesn't like her. Uh, be, because they are they are different. They're fundamentally different. It's it's weird. It's weird, but also like feels like it's coming from a place that's gesturing towards truth, and it's like hard. Ugh. This record's so difficult. I have yeah. trouble with it. It's
2: it the what I mean, <laughs> one of the larger points of like, it's like literally like intentionally baked into the record is Joni Mitchell is kind of like. She's pushing in on a lot of people. Uh, yeah, to no this. Like, she, this. and that's that is that
1: is inherently like pretty exploitive.. Mm-hmm. She's d- d- disrupting the lives of like she she frames herself as kind of this home wrecker going from man to man, uh, having these flings sometimes with married men. Um, the, 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 like coyote there's there's sometimes gestures towards like, okay, this is this is a married man who's just kind of a shit about town. Sometimes it's not that sometimes it's Joni going in knowing farewell she's not gonna be in this town next month and forming a whole meaningful relationship with this guy and then leaving. It's like it's it's self destructive it's uh it's like gross and irresponsible uh and I feel it really deep in me um the I'm thinking about Joni.
0: Yeah. No, it's... I, I, I mean, yeah, good. Should we just talk about Coyote then quickly before we leap around? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the apocryphal idea is that Coyote is about her relationship with Sam Shepard's playwright. Yeah. Um, so allegedly. 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 Again, not confirmed. In allegedly. Any... Allegedly. But also like there are enough like directly geographical details that, you know, come on. It's probably the right, mm. the right call. Yep, yep. Um. It, it, it's almost, again, so I'll, I mean, I'll frame it for myself. Like, I have always had this slightly adversarial relationship with. I've had a very adversarial relationship with Bob Dylan in particular, mm-hmm. which has meant yeah, that yeah, yeah. framing, going back to listen to 60s and early 70s folk has always felt really difficult. At the same time, like, why the fuck am I just not listening to Bell Underground? Like. Mm-hmm asking myself that question <laughs> and come up with the answer like, I should just be listening to The Velvet Underground instead. It's like a very simple way to go about my life and I haven't felt the need to challenge that. Which meant that like, launching into Koyo- Koyoi with the, the opening lines being so biographical and studied and also offhand, like having such a, like yeah. a clear character, like like a, a yeah, clear character analysis, like. In the lyricism. it's, it's
1: the it's the sleeves. It's yeah, the, the sleeves. Like she establishes she establishes this like there's such a strong narration throughout this record.
0: Exactly, and like, and the the, yeah. the voice being so particular and all the vocal affectation as she performs it being so particular was yeah. just like it just fucking hit me in the gut. She's like, oh good, okay, we're not <laughs> okay. She's
1: normal. <laughs> not, not
0: not just that she's normal. It's that like the the kind of performance is one that is going to give me a sort of. Like uh, a narrative drama that I'm gonna engage with in a different way to you know Bob Dylan like sincere ass folk. Indeed, early Joni Mitchell sincere ass folk, and that that's oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. important on like, oh, my my like just, just getting through my hankles with the the really on the nose stuff. Like eh, like I've never super got into to that era of stuff, and that's okay. And instead will yeah, yeah, just the, the yeah, yeah,
1: b- blues a blues a good record. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a good, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, but it's like, but it the, the early stuff is important to contextualize that she never really stopped writing sappy bitch love songs uh, about yearning (laughs) and thinking about the woods and stuff.
0: But yeah, like, I mean, the the difference between any given Dylan song and A Case of You is, like, there is a kind of a sense of, like, wideness and abstraction in even (laughs) Johnny's like, straight folk stuff. Like, it, it, there was a poetics to the way she expresses stuff. It's not to say that Dylan is not poetic, it's just that he frames his poetry in an entirely different way, an entirely different register. And then, like, she's taken the abstraction and taken the character play so more aggressively, so much more aggressively in this stuff that, like, this feels in a more comfortable zone for me to, like, really sink in and enjoy the kind of performance it is.
1: Dylan's, like, really early, nes games where they just kind of made them like debilitatingly hard for no reason so that you could feel like you got your money's worth (laughs) out of that jesus that's how you bought records back then you know you got you you got a couple every year
0: sorry we just killed boo killed me (laughs) now
2: Dylan is the super ghouls and ghosts of the music industry
1: yeah yeah Uh, Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And that, and and now he's making um, whatever shovel night or whatever. No, he's doing. no, Johnny. Johnny <laughs> Mitchell. He's like he's alive,
0: right? <laughs> I want to just make that make Johnny Mitchell plug.
2: Is
1: Bob Dylan?
2: Oh my god! I feel like such a fucking poser not knowing this.
1: <laughs> Bob I feel Dylan like, is I feel still like it, alive. Like, my guy is eighty-one I saw a, right could, now. I saw some fucking tweet a couple of years ago where where it was like a Twitter moment uh, about like. Uh, they, they, they were advertising the new record and it was like there's a 20 minute ballad about Abraham Lincoln's assassination on the new <laughs> record and someone just someone just quote tweeting it and going like okay <laughs> <laughs> cool. cool cool dude then
2: Abraham Lincoln got shot in the brain and then he died a thousand lifetimes he fell down the balcony <laughs> he fell down the stairs and he got hammered in the
1: butt like that one YouTube <laughs> video that my son showed me Three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you wanna know something funny? Yes. Bob Dylan, Rough and Rowdy Ways. Uh, tracks one through nine are on one disc. The only disc the only track on the second disc is the 16-minute track about <laughs> Abraham Lincoln getting shot. This motherfucker just wanted a double album. Oh, this freak. No. Bob. Oh come on. Bob, we know what you're doing. I'll say it. We this, don't want I'll it. I'll say
2: it, this: Bob Dylan guy's a little north of normal.
1: I'll <laughs> say it. Oh, fuck, man. Uh. Don't like him. I haven't listened to a record by Bob Dylan that I like, and I've listened to a few. Damn. I, I think I like Blonde on Blonde a bit. No, I liked it. I, I that was okay. Yeah, I'm just glad I'm not alone in that case. Nice. Mm. I've Ass- never, I've
2: never really ever listened to a Bob Dylan song that I could remember. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty much just operating off the impression that John C. Riley does in Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh Me listening to Bob Dylan wow, I love the Cohen Brothers. <laughs> okay, so so that was Coyote. Coyote was an excuse to like Yes, yeah, so that's
0: Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> She's good at doing characters she like this fucking coyote ass sleaze bag is brilliantly yeah, drawn yeah, yeah. and great. Amelia is fucking heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, Amelia uh, is one of the five or six songs on, on planet Earth currently that does make me cry most times when I listen to it. It's really hard.
3: I was driving across the burning desert When I spotted six jet planes leaving six white vapor trails across the bleak terrain. It was the hexagram of the heavens. It was the strings of my guitar. Amelia, it was just a false alarm. The drone of flying engines is a song so wild and blue it scrambles time just like
1: the premise of finding relatable things in a woman that literally disappeared into nothing um like, like try like trying to come to terms with First of all, that the lifestyle she's living is annihilating her. Second of all, uh, that coming to terms with whatever is going to follow being annihilated by it. Um, and then uh, having a whole record after that of... That doesn't signify any personal change, really. Um, it's It's harsh. It's something where it's like a moment of ripping intense self-consciousness that... Even in the moment, you know is not going to be able to be synthesized into any like meaningful character change. Yeah, it's,
0: mm. and, and I mean like yeah. the, the fucking hexagram of the heavens line. Like, mm. the, I, I mean, um, on top of the whole thing being like a, just a beautifully constructed poetic way of relating herself. Like, the whole idea of it being transient. Like this connection again, Amelia it was a fucking false alarm. Like. Yeah. The, the, the 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 like slipperiness and transience of every kind of relation that's going to be born out of these moments
1: you're like you're being able to look beyond that and th- th- like in the moment not being able to have kind of an ecstatic moment of love because you're thinking about the moment that's going to come beyond that your life becoming a travelogue of picture postcard charms exactly like synthesizing the moment as being done while the moment is happening uh brutal
0: uh, brutal and also just like directly reflective of the whole fucking conceit of the thing and yeah 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 so fucking tragic and it hurts it fucking hurts
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um yeah and i mean just like songwriting wise like you have the intro it modulates into the verse yeah and then again with the jazz songwriting sort of takes over with the way that these phrases are so asymmetrical and develop in modulations into new spaces constantly before returning back like it has a folk song structure but each like little verse unit has such a sense of direction and evenness and like complexity that yeah mm-hmm. like it, it's so easy to forget like obviously it's repeating its form yeah and it's s- yeah 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 and it's, somehow it, it's got it a has... sense of like slipperiness and like wandering dr- like it's not drive it's it's too laid back and it's too like thin and lacking in like force to be called drive but it's got this like yeah That sense of like effortless passage that I cannot get over. This song is still. I have
1: have never heard like songs that do just do the verse after verse after verse that go down as smoothly as Amelia and Song for Sharon. I've never I've never heard anything else like this. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's hypnotic. It's (laughs) it is. It's, It's I I I don't use that word lightly. It's it's. What ones haven't we talked about yet? Uh, uh let's talk about the title track. Yeah, let's talk about- let's talk the title track. I don't have too many particular feelings about that one that we- have. it's it's a- it's a good centerpiece. It's an extremely good centerpiece. I
0: mean, again, this is like candidate for best track on the record for me again.
1: Ooh, yeah. I think that, um, in a record of other tracks, of- of where every track on this is my son, um, I think that this one is like maybe bottom-ish half for me, but that doesn't really signify anything about its quality. Yeah, yeah, It's, it's, it's a very like, it should be the title track. This is the middle point of the record. This is like the thesis piece for the record. Um, I was looking through, um, uh, like, i i I was looking through, uh, her Wikipedia page a little bit before we came on here and, uh, on like her her greatest misses compilation, which was kind of the personal favorites compilation that she put out at one point, uh, the only track she included from Hijira was Hijira. Mm. Um, so like, I, I to me that doesn't necessarily signify that that is necessarily her favorite track on the record, but um, more so that this is you know this is just kind of Hijira. If you want to listen to Hijira in six minutes, it's this one. Yeah.
0: And again, like, that's, I mean, because it's so summative and also has the incredible post-chorus moment, like, again, it's Mm. just those modulations, the the bits where it just, like, slides, yeah, slides into just Mm. really dark emotional places so effortlessly um, without even really seeing what it's doing.
1: Also, for the record, on her Greatest Mrs. album is Dog Eat Dog's title track. She loves that shit. She made that shit intentionally. (laughs) She loves Yacht Rock. Ah, yup. Cool. Yup yup. I mean there's also a she fucking case of you, e,
0: which seems implausible, but you know. <laughs> uh, um yeah, like Hedger, it doesn't like need much more heavy lifting than I think it sounds wonderful and is summative, but not remarkable in the way that like to me Coyote Amelia sought for Sharon huh? Yeah. Um Strange Boy is Again, cool. sounds great. Drift slightly more towards the Yacht Rocky
1: cool. Yeah, that one's like... Um, that feels like... that. That's the one where... Uh, it feels like she is the, the most out of character as narrator on that. Uh, that feels like that one there is like a moment of passion within that song that isn't present anywhere else on the record. I mean, so that's kind of like a moment of levity. It, you know? And also just like the one
0: that it's easiest to read into exactly the concrete situation she's describing. Cause she just talks about like yeah. the fact she had a friend, I think from Australia or something, who was like, let's go on a road trip. And she was like, yeah. And now I'm going to write a song about you <laughs> that portrays you in a quite weird and unflattering way.
1: <laughs> because because you're my friend yeah, and I'm Tony Mitchell fucking hell. It is cool how mean about her friend she is on this record. Truly. She, I like when it's, I like when Joey do is that. such a bitch. It's awesome. She's that's a such a bitch. So cunty. Oh my god. <sighs> Can we do cover art watch cuz I've been yeah. I've, I've I've been having a stare down with her for a minute here too. It's this a co- sick cover. Um, like it's cover. cool. It's... Mm. This cover is extreme. Yeah, good. N- another fun fact about Joni Mitchell being intentional with her artistry, she does most of her own cover art and layouts and shit. Like, most of the... Any time you've seen a painting on the cover of one of her records, nine out of ten times, that's her. Um, the She didn't do the photography on this cover, but she did do the photo collage for it. So, like, that was assembled by her, and the layout is also her, I believe. Like, she had very... I think that the only one that she really was really just kind of mostly out of her control uh, was Blue. Uh, She didn't really, she wasn't really involved with uh, Blue's, like someone else took the cover, someone else did the design for that one. Um, She has a strong color palette in mind for every record that she does. This one was a stark black and white, um, which uh, interestingly, uh, the two records between this uh, prominently, the, the, the records before and after this both feature these like, Strong horizon lines with like, uh, like very distant horizon lines, um, that, um, like Hissing of Summer Lawns, you could see the city in the background, and there's the dancers in front of this yellow background. His it has this, uh, weird kind of like treed hilly sequence, um, in her periphery, uh, that is, uh, that is, uh, with with her uh, and the road in g- tucked into her shirt in the foreground, and Damone's Reckless Daughter does this kind of strange thing, where it also is the desert, but it's this extremely cartoony, n- much more obviously like uh, collaged uh, version of the desert. That <sighs> Damone's Reckless Daughter is a really weird album, like yep. d- d- for reasons beyond like. Her being, her dressed up being blessed, dressed as a black man on the cover. There's a lot of weird shit going on with that, um, but it is like. Let, let's, let's let's not get it too twisted. That's a one. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> a, who you? let let's. That is a yeah, one get- for like
2: weird shit, <laughs> There yeah, is so the much. Lining, yeah,
1: no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's not get too far into it. That's the weirdest shit about it. Um, I. It feels like self-parody to some extent. Like, coming off Ajira, having all of these, like, weird caricatures throughout it, and then having a track on the record that follows that, after follows this journey of coming back into the city, just being, like, we like like an African drum circle thing that you recorded with some guys in a studio. It feels fucking weird. It, it's, like, mm, what you, what, weird fucking album. I don't want to think about Don Juan's Reckless Daughter too much. I'm
0: glad we don't. <laughs> I, I'm
1: glad we don't. Joni's a bitch. Uh, something's wrong with her. Uh, cover our watch. Great cover.
0: Yeah, but if you got anything to add about this, because I'm just like, I think it's just beautiful. I don't really know what else to say other than it's cool. It's Joni Mitchell look about what it is.
2: It, look, we've spent a lot of time talking about uh, uh, Joni Mitchell being a uh, being a tricky person at like the intersection of like awareness and exploitation. She looks bad as fuck on this cover. Yeah. 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 No. Like Super it's. Hard. Oh my god! The coat being like, it's silly. Like it's like the journey is within. Like it's like literally. But also it is that. But also (laughs) like it's (laughs) so that. It's it is it is literally like stupid. But it's it is beautiful. It's it's I I don't it's I feel like whenever I pipe up, I'm like creating a reputation of Joni being like somebody who is like miraculously extremely talented and is like generally like ignorant or not thinking of other stuff where that's not really true it's i like it's yeah. she she has obvious talent and like obvious um like knowledge and competence she designs most of her album covers actually yeah. it's uh it's i think the line is like she's a painter derailed by circumstance which is incredible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um like it's she's done a she she does all her own stuff and it's i don't know it's i think um at the same time, I think there is a there 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 is a pedestal on this image and Joni Mitchell is standing on it. Um Yeah. God, she looks cool as fuck though. It's, so
1: fucking hard. She's gripping a cig.
2: See, if, if this was a, if this was an album about like doing all of this and then like it's like coming to the conclusion that where it's like, nah, people are dumb as fuck. I am so fucking sick. That that would be, that would make this album cover like double hard, but because it's mostly just like <laughs> really, really sad and it's like dang, it's sometimes it's just not very fun being Joni Mitchell. Um uh, mm-hmm. it's single it,
1: hard. It's,
2: it's still it still goes hard. Like it's I don't know. It's like everybody, I have a complicated relationship with Joni Mitchell. Um
1: mm-hmm. most of all most
2: of all Joni Mitchell herself. Yeah. No, um, cool cover, cool
1: cover, badass cover. Yep. Um, did it? Yeah, definitely. Don't want to give off the impression that she is accidentally talented to any extent. She's no, an it's again, it's like musician. it's like yeah. you guys
2: have been speaking. It's like there's there's such a blazing intentionality to everything that she does, and sometimes it misses. Sometimes, like yeah. the album right after this one, it misses.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I admire. Her willingness to commit to an idea, I sometimes don't admire the ideas. Um, <laughs> she is a very she more than anything else. No, that's what's frustrating about it, though, because like she is selectively very talent talented at identifying her own ignorances. Like that's not a word, but like points at which she is ignorant of the world at large, like, that's what's compelling to me about Azura but also, like, she is, like, 70s white woman. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, mm. Oh, Joni. Oh, I'm glad Joni. you got a meal for the solo. We're really in it now. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. I mean, um, this, re- this, I don't, go, go, no, go, no, no, go, no,
0: no, go for it, go for it.
1: I want, I, no, I, I, I wanted to ask Boo, like, as a non-Canadian, um, me speaking what exactly is Joni's place in like Canadian public consciousness well
2: it's uh, that that was a uh, pretty much the review it's I only I I, I didn't have it's you know it's a uh, it's we've been we've been lining up this podcast for like two and a half weeks so I didn't have a lot of time praying. to ask <laughs> to, to ask everybody yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that's a you know it's a, there's only so many hours in a day uh, <laughs> yeah but just in terms of like from your view like how big is she? How much? This is
2: this is the most I've talked about Joni Mitchell. It's it's if you took like all the years of my life and like separated it up to like today and like before then, I would have talked mm-hmm. about Joni Mitchell at least like one hundred times more that like today than I have in my entire life.
1: Sick. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. interesting.
2: It's it's you know it's, I don't know. It's I think it's also like I'm 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 young and also like really like nerdy like i i I, i'm not a music nerd the way a canadian music nerd would probably love like talking about joni mitchell i also do love talking about joni mitchell but um i was not raised on her music it's it 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 never got any big play where i grew up or where i live now um i mean you know it's probably her hatred of the music industry had something to do with that
1: um big ups uh, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's
2: in my life the way I see it. Joni Mitchell is not a huge influence. Is is how I would say on that.
1: Would you say because I've always had like as long as I've known about Joni Mitchell, I've known about her as C- Canada folk lady. Do you think that that plays into like? I mean, it's uh, Canadian
2: the- Canadian folk ladies are just folk ladies up here. So there's less there's there's there's, there's there's less enchantment. It's. I, I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of. I feel like it's lots of Joni's like um, eccentricities could be hand waved by a by like a Ricky adjacent to this one is like oh you know uh, that that's Canadian white women you know just
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah I I but I'm I'm like one thing I do another thing I have trouble with with this record is I don't know how much of this record is me interpreting Joni's words properly and how much of it is uh, me doing the American thing where I like uh, having caricatures of myself fed back to me um, <laughs> but, like I don't know how much of this is me going on a blue collar comedy tour you know I, I have, tru- no, I have absolutely. trouble with that no it's eh eh <coughs> it's good I think it's good oh Lurch is coughing <coughs>
0: Boo is <laughs> I think the gods of Canada decided that Boo wasn't sufficiently loyal to <laughs> yeah, her nation, yeah, yeah, and yeah. decided to extract her soul
1: from her body.
2: You're it, getting Havana it's syndrome. Jody's goods—they hit me with the dart. I believe you're getting Yukon
1: know. syndrome.
2: I believe I'm getting. Oh. Uh. 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 Do you guys ever have what? like a coughing fit where you're like nauseous at the end of it? Yeah. Uh. I feel like I was turning Jesus. into a fucking werewolf.
1: God, oh, God. my God. God. Oh, no. <clears throat> Fuck. Uh, okay.
2: Now, my voice sounds hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so it's, we, we get to... Uh,
0: uh, it sounds like you've almost smoked as many cigarettes as I, literally, I,
2: I, literally, I it's <clears throat> I literally sound like a crying cat that smokes seven packs a day right now. <laughs>
0: Oh, like guys, it's Jody
2: Mitchell is so,
1: and she plays the guitar, and <laughs> she plays the guitar, and
2: she's like, she's like pretty much racist, and guys,
1: <laughs> and and, ba- and basically, I love it, and <sighs> I, but I don't love, but. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ricky. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, it's if okay. we go at I'm the pace good. at I'm all good. the tracks
2: that we're going at right now, we're gonna be here all night.
1: No, I'm I'm, I'm kind of good. I'm kind of I mean, good did, did with we, that, did, honestly.
0: Did we, we have any we on we hit. Big ones. I mean, you did say Blue Motel Room was your like fave and wanted to, like,
1: I that that one's just kind of like th- that. That one's the one I put on in the whip. That one's just kind of a nice. Yeah, I mean, yep, it's, yep. it's
0: the goofy one.
1: Yeah, and it's silly. Yeah. You and me are like America and Russia. That's a stupid lyric. <laughs> Such a dumb. Lyric. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking dumb. I put that on in the whip. Uh Yeah. I want to set your whip now.
0: What the, <laughs> my whip's pretty good what the fuck I else goes been, on in the whip
1: damn uh, uh, let's go to no I don't I, I've already wasted enough time yeah on this yeah, up, yeah. So.
0: The, <laughs> that, that's for later um,
1: yeah
0: I think I, I think we're kind of out um, yeah I'm good record's fucking great it's strange and
1: great fucking record incredible record sounds incredible Baltimore.
0: and still like you know Full of mm. Joni weirdness in the best sense.
1: Sounds extremely modern. Uh, in it's res- like it has the same kind of respect for space that like a lot of like I hear a lot of sacred bones ish people uh, doing that kind of thing nowadays. Uh, feels extremely modern. Uh, looked 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 very far ahead. Uh, cool, re- probably not too far ahead. Thank you, Joni. Yeah, good. <laughs>
0: All right, if it is time to wrap up, um, boo. Mm-hmm. Is it the time to say, like, next week we're going to do the fucking Pharrell thing? Oh, man. Next time.
2: Oh. This has been, it's assembling a, now it's here, I'm going to give the game away a little. Mm -hmm. Assembling a 10 track retrospective career playlist of one singer, songwriter, rapper, producer, actor, writer, uh, fashionista, Pharrell Williams. Yikes! Uh, Have fun with that. Has been. It's. It is literally. This has literally been harder than like coming out to my parents. Um, and <laughs> uh, I. I honestly, it's. It, it, it might. It might go up to like fifteen or maybe even twenty, and it's like Jesus. we just use it. We just. We just there's so. Uh. Pharrell has done so many different things, Alexis. Uh, like. Uh, Oh, uh, Alexis, uh, Pharrell did a song. I found out about a fucking Pharrell song that was released in China, and that was it. It was for fucking number 11 day. And it's the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. And <laughs> we're going to listen to it on the fucking podcast. Link that shit. What Dude, the fuck?
4: No.
2: I promise oh you, this god. is the. Uh, oh my god.
1: Uh, can you, can, boo, I, double I, 11 day,
2: I should say. Uh, I'm not.
1: I'm not going to be. On, I'm not going to be on that episode. I, uh, I'll just Ricky. Please, Ricky. I will please, fucking Could you, send could, this you over. Please, could you could you please
4: put womp womp on it? If, just Oh, you know, man. Come on. You know I was
1: going to fucking put womp womp okay, on that. You, okay, come okay. on. All right. Just, uh, just double checking. That's,
2: that's that's
1: Ricky's contribution.
2: That's no. That's that's. Look. Every single time I I mention this, uh, I mention that I'm doing this. Uh, to somebody it's they go oh dude you gotta fucking put like lap dance on there I'm like yeah I'm gonna fucking put I'm lap th- dance on there or it's like <laughs> I'm sorry. dude dude you gotta f- no 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 what I'm saying is like all of these songs are so good and necessary to talk about when we talk what we talk about when we talk about Pharrell Williams I understand Williams. now uh, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking it's like, about the amount of mm. there's so much there's so much Oof. oh yeah, yeah it's it's, yeah, uh, mm. it's I, th- I think the Pharrell Williams Uh, retro- career retrospective uh, is God, I don't even know if we could do that in one fucking episode. Holy shit. Uh, but I'm so excited. I love Pharrell Williams so much. I love that man so much. He is so awesome. He is so, he's so out of his gourd. That really is what cool we guy. will be doing next week. Uh, asterisk on hot singles. Um, oh, yeah. Alexis, where the dang fuck can people find you? You can find what me those?
0: on Twitter if it still exists in a week. Ayo! Oh, um, very true. At, at regression with three S's, don't forget the third S, but probably also at other places. So bung that around in, you know, insert random new age social media network here, and you'll probably find me. Yeah, give um, me a freaking toot on Mastodon. What you pervert? What? Uh, Jesus, <laughs> I, I I try. Okay, Boo, I need to te- I need to tell the story. Needs to be out there in the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. The first time Twitter threatened to shit the bed was like 20. I mean, it's done it many times over many years, but like. I
2: I, I remember, I remember like it's the start of 2016 was like the first time. It's when when
0: Mastodon showed up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So when Mastodon became sort of a thing in public consciousness in about 2016, I made an account. And the the way I chose the instance to make my account on was by um, looking at moderation policies. All I did was just look at moderation policies. Oh, um, which meant that the instance that I decided to sign up for was called Awu.Space. Interesting. I did not clock that there might be a sort of like proclivity towards a certain community, like in particular, like served by this community. That's all. crazy. I mean, I was I was naive and stupid, and you know, sometimes sometimes this is just going to be a, is like a thing that do. happens.
1: You had a Joni Mitchell moment with the furry community.
0: exactly. That's exactly what fucking happened. Um, in which case I would probably not admit that so freely. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, call it what you want. It happened. So. Um, but the important thing is that it then meant that obviously there was a bot in this Mastodon server that um auto-assigned people for sonars, and not pre- <laughs> wait, wait. That's. W- huh? Huh? What? What? hang on, what, what What thoughts is this giving to you? <laughs> well, why, would
1: they, why wouldn't why would you be able to pick it?
0: I mean, of course you could pick it, and of course everyone ha- oh, had okay. their own thing. It's just like, of course okay. everyone needs a bot to be able to go like, ha 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 ha, ha let's pick a thing and, you know. Okay, um, I understand, I'm sorry. You're, t- mm-hmm. you're telling me furry software
2: developers are sort of weird about, like, other people's interiority? <laughs> oh,
0: that's yeah. nuts. That's nuts! Yeah. What yeah. The- um, I'm not, not going to say anything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it, it means that, let me just grab it. I just got auto assigned a Pine Martin, I think, as my government assigned for Sona. And
1: that's how, you know, a freak made this app. You
0: know how yep. a freak made this app. And I, I got this little fella in glasses as my gov- government assigned for Sona that I've just been ha- been sitting on since 2017.
1: That's pretty that, good, that is very.
2: That is very Alexis, I will say. I, th- I think it's cute. I just, like, I'm extremely not a Pine
0: Martin, so, yeah. Know. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, for yeah. Thank you for this drawing of um, a Pine Martin. I, I do have... I'm, sa- I'm saving it. Not Alexis Pine Martin. Yeah, the... This guy's
2: name is Pine <laughs> Martin.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. If anyone... Pine Martin DDS. If anyone wants to make a If anyone wants to make like a furry Minecraft version of Coldplay,
2: whoa, hey, that's a big ask at the at any point in a podcast, but especially at the end. That's a we're rolling all the CTAs here at the end, and you just slide that insane fucking oh yeah, oh yeah, car bomb of a request. Furry Coldplay in Minecraft. Check
1: out out this game called Minecraft. It's a game where you can build. Also,
2: try Minecraft.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: Ricky. Wait, yeah. Alexis, were you done your story? No, th- I mean, functionally, yes.
1: <laughs> I don't use Mastodon because who the fuck's actually Ricky, where can Mastodon? people
2: find you on the internet?
1: <laughs> God, four six nine suck at twitter.com 469.neocities.org for more of an art directory type thing. Um, I I think I have a co-host. Is that activated? I don't care. I'm not blogging that. I'm pretty sure it does. It's, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Oh, good. Um... <laughs> Now more than ever,
2: anywhere you can type Boo cannon" and an <laughs> at before that, you will usually find me. Um, I do have a co-host. I do have a Tumblr. I do have a Twitter. I do have a SoundCloud. I do have a Bandcamp. I do not have MySpace. I am not fucking on MySpace. Do not fucking look for me on MySpace.
0: <sighs> there we go. There we fucking go. That's yeah,
1: hot singles. That, that's a, that's you hot you single.
2: damn right, this is hot single. This is capital H, capital O, capital T, capital singles, hot singles. That is what I am mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm.
0: about, baby. Wait, wait,
1: wait, but we only talked about albums. Hey, hey, okay, guys, okay, okay, guys, guys, guys,
2: bye, guys, bye, wait, guys. bye wait, I love ho- you. Wait. Bye, bye, bye. Fu- no, Alexis, wait, Alexis, wait, call where, where, them in, call them in, call them in. What go, the fuck go. did I sign All up right, bye, hey. guys. Bye guys. Bye guys. What I love you. I love you. you. Thank, you, you. Thank you for for watching. Hey. Bye. Hey. Bye. Bye. Hey, Alexis. Uh, Operation Kill Ricky. All right. Bye guys. Bye. I love you. Can, you. Bye. You
1: can, Bye. You can Bye. follow. You could find me. You could follow me on CoHost if you want. It's the same ad as my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>